0: You ever try talking to her?
1: How are you supposed to talk to girls? It's impossible.
0: Well, you just have to try to strike up a conversation. Hi, how you doing? That's a nice
1: bike. If you're going to learn to swim, you just got to jump in the water. Gun.
0: This is <laughs> Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Greetings and welcome to FilmSack. This is FilmSack. For a date we won't tell you because we're doing this weird uh, <laughs> we're mining films reminding films for all 2022 mankind. since 2009 i'm scott johnson joined today by brian there's no way they named the doctor something like
2: faraday right Ry- oh never mind they totally did dunaway yeah dr johnny fever is more like it oh hi hi this week on Film Sack, we fall in a crevasse, get abducted by an alien, and navigate our way back to the mid-80s in our faster-than-light, liquid-mercury-shaped paging Mr. Herman, Mr. Herman <laughs> spaceship being chased by Dr. Johnny Fever, where we try to get into our 12-year-old mindsets and enjoy the classic Disney family movie and go. All right, there. In fact, it's like I never grew up at all. Oh, and here comes the cute neighbor girl, Jennifer who lives down the street. You know What? <laughs> I think I'm going to use that pickup line my dad taught me combined with a little of my own 10% up here of my 12-year-old brain. Wish me luck. Oh, hi. How you doing? That's a nice bike. And I see you got the one with the banana seat. Man, that looks way more comfy than my taint splitter that I ride. (laughs) Speaking of comfy, let me tell you about the 10-foot sliding banana peel of death I stole from Billy Johnson that I keep in the hill in the backyard that my dad hooks his pipe up every summer. Yeah, for me and my brother Jeff to enjoy. Yeah, okay, I'll see you later then. Yeah, through my thirty dollar JCPenney mobile twenty thirty-forty triple X telescope that is good for only one thing. Embarrassing me in front of my dad. Oh, shit. Do I have daddy issues? Let's go test that theory. I'm going to go hug the whole family on our boat, including the sucks at Frisbee dog. But not dad. He can go hug himself. Yep. There it is. I'm 12 all over again. Randy, Big Mac, large fries to Coke. Those are still around, I hope. Yeah, they are. Some variation
0: of those are still around. Yeah. That was very good. I'm Mm. I'm really glad you brought up that telescope moment because why would you be embarrassed yeah. you're looking through a telescope it's no big deal Nobody that, knows what you're that
2: telescope at. yeah when you got that telescope they knew you wasn't looking you can't see no stars with that thing <laughs> nope. nope looking for you
3: can't movies. even hardly
1: see
2: the moon in that thing that's
1: what right. are you talking
3: about
2: that's right you can
3: see, girls. Oh. You can see the
1: girls
0: all right well speaking of which not really i don't know why i said it that way <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Also with us, Randy. Hell, I'd love it if Lambert from Alien was my mom, too. Ibit or Jordan.
3: Scott. (laughs) Brian. Brian. It's been a week. Thanks Mm -hmm. for coming. It's good to see you all. Welcome to the 33rd Annual American Symposium on Imprisoning Children Who Have Suffered a Supernatural Event. Whether they fell through a local wormhole or got abducted by time-traveling aliens, these children present a unique opportunity to the children imprisoning community. And we're here to help you refine your best practices and lower those escape rates. We believe that one day we can find out what happens if a precocious child is imprisoned and they don't escape. And we're only going to make that happen by following these three easy rules. Number one. Remember, when you're examining the child with some magical mind-reading software, you don't have to position the child so that he can see the supercomputer-powered outputs on the screen. Number two. (laughs) There's really no point in hiring guards who want to play Gin Rummy all day rather (laughs) than keep an eye on the imprisoned child. Your only real liability is opening the door to take the child food. So consider putting the guards on door duty and get rid of any 19-year-old women who might be strangely attracted to 12-year-old boys. <laughs> Number three, and this is huge. Stop providing child-sized robot Uber cars to imprison children.
1: Yeah. They're just
3: going to slip inside those things and escape. Round, round, around. Kids get around, yeah. Yeah. especially robots uh, child-sized dr johnny fever don't tell me to chill out you need to step it up
0: yeah he does (laughs) it's johnny fever he needs to always be stepping it up johnny fever he should be in mid stepping it up every moment of his day uh except his beard's gone and now his power is diminished all right moving on with us finally brian your ship looks like a fancy adult
4: toy Ibit or a big walnut hey all right listen up maggots oh sorry i had to clear my throat there i'm sergeant phil McDoy, and i'm going to be your direct line of command here at the security center of nasa being a security guard at nasa is no walk in the park ladies and gentlemen and it's up to me to ensure that you're trained to the best of your ability to defend our country's national astronaut star association nope i'll come back to that later Anyway, you might be noticing a large wheeled box running around among you. That's Ralph, our robotic Mm. assistant labor facilitator. Yeah, we kind of blew our load with the NASA acronym and had nothing left for anything else. Ralph is an automated food and mail delivery vehicle, and he's also going to be your commanding officer. You see, it's Ralph's job as a glorified big track to move completely unmonitored around the NASA base. Stay out of his way. I don't care if your drug bomb or child sniffing dog is going crazy. you walk by Ralph, you leave him alone. Disregard the fact that Ralph's cargo space is large enough to hold an 11 year old boy, 16 cheese sandwiches, a Transformer Secticon shrapnel action figure, and a box of tartan tinies. You never look inside. The only person here who's authorized to look inside Ralph is a teenage girl we found wandering around the galleria mall next to the Orange Julius. <laughs> Dismissed <laughs> North American science astronomers. Nope, that's not it. No, that's not it. <laughs>
1: big
2: track. Man, yeah. you're really, you're really big track. Yeah. You're really uh in the 70s there, aren't you? Good job. Yeah, well done. <laughs> well done. I, I think that was, one was one an eighties thing, the big track, was like, it? Did it came it out early, late seventies, early eighties. Okay. It was All definitely right. a holdout over from the 70s sci-fi though yeah, yeah it totally <laughs> was a carryover baby
0: uh yeah hey if you did none of that sounded familiar that's okay we'll tell you the name it's flight of the navigator 1986's family film deal a lot of people have a lot of <laughs> fond feelings for this <laughs> Uh, yeah. me.
2: Yeah, of I Dunaway,
0: me. I was in high school when this movie came yep. out, and uh, yep. I looked like the brother, the older, when the, the older version of the brother. That was kind of right. our our whole mm. jam, and I said rad a lot, still do. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, in a way, in a weird way, you'd think, hey, Scott, this movie is one of those that you should really be fond of. I think it was like you had to be like 10 or 12.
4: You had to be done away. I know. I, I think that's yeah, a question. I was like yeah, we need to answer I, that question right at. off the top of the show. Like who's who's seen this before because I, oh, I this was my first time viewing Flight of the Navigator. Oh man. A million wow. times. Probably third. A million times third or
0: fourth maybe. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's so, not but I but I'm kind of I'm with you in that it didn't it was it just wasn't on my radar the way it, I think it is for a yeah. slightly yeah. younger group
3: and yeah, and I it's okay. I'm just going to represent the younger generation here. You so. might have to. Yeah. <laughs> so this was. So this was um, one of the the Disney movies. This was. So there was a time in the late 1980s when if you were watching movies, you were either going to theaters and you were kids, so like there were second run theaters. You were trying to you're trying to go see a movie for a dollar, basically, and or you were going to a Mom and Pop VHS store Blockbuster didn't really exist yet and you were getting you were getting one of the Disney movies that they had and every <laughs> ring.
0: sorry the Wait. bell rang what was that? Is everything okay done was that you what was That, that?
3: was it me i loved it though i thought it was randy go ahead oh okay go ahead randy oh, go, right. ahead. That was amazing. Right, go ahead um <laughs> what uh, that's re- so so there's a fifth uh line just just hacked into our call jones
4: spike jones joining us oh, on line okay. five here yeah, yeah. i yeah.
3: kidding so so you went to the freaking mom and pop video store and they had a wall of some Disney movies and they, uh, there weren't all the Disney movies is what I'm saying. There were some. They, and everyone had Flight of the Navigator. They all had multiple yeah. copies. You were a little kid. You were working your way through. You're gonna watch this movie. And back then, when you rented a movie, you watched it over and over and over. <laughs> You'd like yeah. take it home, yeah. and then you like they had you two kinds of rentals: seven day rentals and weekend rentals. And like if you only got a weekend rental because your parents were cheap, you're gonna watch that thing 17 times over this weekend. Oh and yeah, and you had to return it. You had to return it by Monday at five. Yeah, and if and you were ridiculous.
0: if you were lucky enough to I've told you guys on the show before about my prison warden's son uh, in junior high. Who could get VHS tapes like on yeah, the loose? Yeah. Like he could get all sorts of bootleg stuff. And it's back when you had to pay like eighty nine bucks for Star Wars or something. Yeah, and so yeah. he would you we would buy, bring you rented. We'd bring these home. They were already recorded on the lower quality speed, so you could fit more on there. Yeah, um, and cool. then we would do like Randy did, except it's worse because with, at least with a rental, you do have to take it back. With these, you would just. <laughs> watch, 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 watch. And by the time you were done with that tape, if you tried to watch it, it was just, you know, it was a potato. It was horrible.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And so, so like, let's just, I just want you to put your, put yourself in 1989. Imagine being a little kid and going with your parents to rent movies and you've seen all the Disney movies they've got. You got to pick one to watch that you've seen before. This one might be that it might be that you pick flight of the navigator because it's great. Like at that, for, for that time now, now watching it now, now that I've seen Wee's playhouse and stuff, watching it now, a <laughs> uh, totally different story. But at the time, I just want you to know, like this was right up there with E.T. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not comparing the movies like critically I'm saying for like, a kid for, going for to their, rent a movie, this gotcha. was right up there. Well, this for, was- okay,
0: so I think we can relate to that because I would actually argue, and Ibit, tell me if I'm wrong, but you and I are almost exactly the same age, and I think E.T. was that impactful coming-of-age mm. kid oh, story sure. thing. And I think... This is just that, but shifted a few years up. Now, you can make all kinds of arguments about how this is nowhere near the quality of a Spielberg film, or this is nowhere near as, as classic, or doesn't you it know, doesn't hold up as well. Or you can just make a million arguments and really pick it apart. But as a landmark moment for kids in movies, I could mm-hmm. see this being a big deal to a whole bunch of people. Yeah. I could well,
3: see and it. also, also, there's a thing where every movie seemed like every movie directed at you when you were this this little kid and and let's be clear this little boy these are boy movies directed at boys oh, yeah. and every movie every movie like this seemed like it had a bunch of little hand puppets that you were supposed to fall in love with because they're cute and you want to and, and it's like so this was like right in the center of that. You know this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie had all it ticked all the boxes. You know, Yeah. and like and like but, I don't remember. I don't remember ever knowing the story of the movie. Right. Seriously, like, and it doesn't really have a story. Come to find out,
2: yeah. All these <laughs> years not- later, it's a little, it's <laughs> right. a little, yeah. little all
3: over the when, place. I
1: don't, yeah,
2: right. And I don't think this is like. Uh, I, I would say <laughs> this is a yeah. okay. So I'm, I'm the middle child here. I saw this at the theater, '86. Um, and I did watch it later. I was prob I was 13 when I saw it, so you know it was right on the cusp of eh, you know. And I was, I was a huge fan of ET, so I did feel like this was kind of a little bit of a cheaper ripoff of ET. But I also loved Explorers, and I loved any sci fi movie, and so this really hit home with me. And the fact that it had Paul Rubens, P. B. Herman in there it it really was hitting above his Oh, that's class funny you bring opinion. that up
0: cuz I I think this is worth bringing up. Paul Rubens of course, the voice of the robot for those who don't know, yeah. the, the ship mm-hmm. itself. And um you don't really notice it at first. It's later when he starts laughing you're, "Oh, okay, there's there's your Paul Rubens."
1: <laughs> 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 he oh, got full-on Wee, <laughs> <laughs> Which right. is funny because something.
0: Peewee's Big Adventure really? was 85 yeah. just the year previous. I yeah. don't feel like it had had enough time to fully memify before we would oh, recognize man. that laugh for oh, what for it was.
3: Sure. Right. I am certain. I'm okay. I'm certain. I'm guessing because based <laughs> on faulty memories, yeah. that Pee Wee really peaks in the mid '90s. There's almost a. There's almost like a watching it in retrospect, like a bunch of college students watching Pee Wee Herman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, sure. that's just my my faulty no, memory. I, once yeah, again,
4: but I was good. Sorry, Oh, I was gonna say, but there was there was Pee-wee before Pee-wee's, um, yes. big adventure. There was a I, there was this video that got circulated around, and I watched it on a local public access television show, and it was it was Paul Rubens doing the Pee-wee thing, in a comedy theater, um, but it was an hour long. He pulled a woman, uh, he pulled uh, what's her face up on stage. Um, who was in Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure and on the, or no, she was just on Pee Wee's Playhouse, but did the whole shoe mirrors thing. We're looking up yeah. her dress with yeah. little mirrors on his shoes. And it was a lot more, it was <laughs> a lot racier. It was a lot of yeah. more adult. Yeah, exactly. That's There's it right of- there. You just found it. Yeah,
0: Scott. the, yeah, Pee-wee the Pee Wee Herman show, which I guess was 81. Yeah. So yeah, he'd been doing this for yeah. so. For a while. Pee Wee's Playhouse,
3: yeah. first episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse, which is where I come in. Okay. is uh, september 1986 later that, that year, right. after flight, yeah, year after flight fly the yeah after after flight
0: yeah mm-hmm. but, uh, but but, I but also see, it's sandwiched because you got this in between you know the Wee's big adventure movie right which was a bit you know it was a big deal and then i that, loved it and then, then that, that show the too. so <laughs> it's just to me it's just so weird i tried to kept putting my head in the in the era and going all right well how would this have sounded then would i have said oh here we go with the Pee Wee voice Probably not. I probably would have just thought, oh, "Oh, the computer's gone mad (laughs) and (laughs) lost its mind. And, you know, I don't know. Right,
3: That's the thing. I'm absolutely certain I never put the two together. I'm I'm certain. (laughs) I saw this movie 50 times as a little kid, and I never once thought, oh, that's the same person as Pee Wee Herman. Like, I might have actually thought, oh, wow, they're doing a Pee Wee Herman impersonation because they know that will suit the child i never, it would have never occurred to me. That it's literally Pee Wee Herman.
4: Mm.
0: Do you guys know that? Right. I'm sorry. Okay. Did you know that the creator or the Pee Wee Herman character was co-created by Phil Hartman? I did not know that.
4: Oh, I didn't uh, know that either. No, I they, know. They, I were, that either. they were
0: They were, uh, they were part of that comedy Workshop group, it. the foundlings or the, what are they called? The, the groundlings, groundlings, the groundlings. <laughs> the foundlings, uh, the groundlings in LA and they worked together there. And I guess that's where they came up with it. because it says character conceived by, let's see, writing credits, uh, Written and conceived by Paul Rubens and Phil Harvin. That's crazy. crazy that right? is. Wow. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Wow, what a what a very what a very narrow uh uh group of audience that, that this this film was aiming at because I mean just this between us four, we have just you guys were just a couple years older, more like two or three years older than me, and then Randy's like maybe a couple years younger than me. And so we had totally different experiences and we're only like Maybe six years from top to bottom in our Mm -hmm. age groups, Mm -hmm. yeah, something like
1: that.
2: Yeah, all different experiences.
3: Yep, and I think that's still the case. I'm pretty sure that even nowadays, or if you go back in in time like seventy years or something, that that six to eight years is enough. That children's programming, especially, Mm -hmm. comes and goes, like completely Mm -hmm. goes. I think you're right.
0: Uh, Don't you think that's because partly because kids. it's, a, Puberty. it's Yeah, but it's also such a hyper uh, sped up process in their younger development years. So you go from like, let's say, eight to, to 12. It's not that many years. It's like kind of nothing. It's yeah. a drop in the bucket for us. But for mm-hmm. them, it's kind of everything. So they could start with, say, I don't know, um, like a Pixar movie that they just fell in love with. Let's say it's Toy Story 3, just to irritate Dunaway. Okay, let's say it's that. They love Toy Story 3. <laughs> <laughs> or four. Is it four? No, it's four. Yeah, four they love. Four, anyway, yeah. that's the one they grow up with, and they just, oh, yeah, my, my childhood, my childhood. And then they turn 12, and they think they're too cool for school, and they're no longer, yeah, like, you yeah. know, bragging about Toy Story or buying Woody toys. They've moved right. on to whatever else, you know, some give other you the, edgy I'll give thing. You
3: the, the, the direct example, my you know, my kid, when he was four and five, had cars, everything, cars, yeah. bedsheets, mm-hmm. cars, clothing uh you know uh what lightning mcqueen was like you know in all, all of his life and i'm i'm sure that 6 years later uh, kids weren't even looking at cars like cars had mm-hmm. gotten vanished you know mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah mm-hmm. And, it's, mm-hmm. and i
0: think that's,
3: that's that, what that's what happened here too. by the
2: way randy back back to the thing randy was saying earlier about this is a dude a dude film i disagree entirely so, now there was there was a movie called explorers that was a lot of dude jokes this was more of a 12 year old we didn't even really explore you know, like, you know, his creepiness of spying on the girl. He just has a small crush. Right. We never even revisit um, it. We never saw her again. Okay, I now. think this is probably enjoyed by all
1: sexes.
3: I, I, I don't think Enjoyed this was, by, sure. But directed at, like, shot right into the face I, of. Mm, there was a I time. That we, we, we're, we may be completely past that time now. But I'm telling you, when I was 12, there were boy movies and there were girl movies. And, you know, like, your little stupid little friends were. Highly discouraging you I, from going and seeing any girl movies. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, maybe I had a bunch of that. Maybe had up. different friends than you. I
2: had a mix <laughs> of friends, and we were like, you know, I went with girls to see movies, and vice versa. There was I no. I don't you know, think he's saying I that. To see well, my
0: I, girl. I think that part of the so, problem is that's all there was, and so, yeah. for example, growing up, I'm 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 hard to think of a movie in the 80s anyway 90s started to shake up things a little bit but in the right. 80s where there was a the central character was a coming of age girl it's the always a boy
3: and the reason the reason <laughs> that is, like again right right it's right in my wheel not it's not disney princesses. princesses love the hell out of it no no, no. forget I,
0: about forget about disney for a minute because they right, always animated
4: like with live action that you could the kids could associate with yeah uh,
0: but all, but not only that like disney's whole thing is hey here's an orphan and they're right? she's a girl with dreams <laughs> yeah. and you know they do the same thing every time and it's always a disney princess they have a they have a rule to keep about disney princesses yeah. but what i'm saying is like you know et this uh just about every kid's movie goonies they're all aimed i i may agree with randy on this whether they whether you you could still enjoy them as a girl i'm sure we have girl listeners that'll write in and say oh i love these movies i'm not saying you you can't i'm just saying they were marketing i i do believe that that era marketed to me 100 percent
2: Oh, well, okay, that's best because you're you're, you know, you believe that you are the center of the universe. So of course you feel that. You have absolutely feel that. But I don't think that was everybody's experience. And okay, so let's look at this, Randy. What would you say if I said fly the navigator? Female reboot in the works. Uh Bryce Dallas Howard yep. is yep. directing one that's a female lead. Yep. Guess what? They don't have a script or anything. That is their whole point, is mm. to make a girl version of this. I'm like, that's the whole, that's yes, the whole center? Well, you gotta, you gotta, it you gotta do be. better than that, well, they right? Well,
0: they may have more than that planned. I mean, obviously they can go modern effects and do all kinds of new stuff that they couldn't do back then. Bryce but-
2: Dallas Howard hasn't even seen a script. She just knows that she's gonna be directing and producing a Flight the Navigator with repeat, a girl-centric repeat. story, yeah, it's going to be a girl. That's but, how they sold it. But you're assuming
0: you're assuming she's all jazzed about it. For all we know, it's just a simple, business trip. Well, how do we know that? We don't know that. <laughs> did you, in a, did you
4: in talk to
2: interview, <laughs> inter- Interviews. There's literally interviews with her where she
4: says, I'm jazzed oh,
2: really? about it." Not, oh. not particularly that way, but she is very excited about it. Would you so like I mean, to know how I feel? How I, I would, know, I
0: would categorize it interview. as jazzed. I'm very jazzed about this. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it does, I, I don't actually think it matters. I think I think it's good. I think we've made right. we've made progress to the point where you don't actually need to go. Well, where are the action figures going to be sold or where what do boys like right. the most? I and mean, we were now getting to a place where well, it's a more it's it's a much more even how, playing. Field much, than it used to
2: be? It's good. Good how, thing. how much? OK, so this is this is an important point. And I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate, of course. But, you know, I think that I think I think it's a good point. It did feel like it was directed to you, but these were filmmakers who were men and they were trying to relate things artistically that related to them. They didn't have a woman's experience growing up. And we have a little bit better understanding now. Like you guys said, we 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 make sure that in the storyboarding and, you know, in the scripting that we have m- m- more voices because we want to reach yeah. as many people. It's, all, it's this also good to actually hire women,
0: hire women to help make your movie. That helps, too. Yeah. And we I do mean, that a whole lot Especially if you're going
2: to have a female character involved. I mean, because we only have limited experiences. I don't have experience.
0: Right. Of, like, I haven't had a, a period. Of had my first period, I was 14 when I had my first period. <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> I was shocked and confused. I was,
2: I was so <laughs> late, too. All my friends had already had theirs. But <laughs> I also got to say that humans are very adaptive. And I don't think... Spe- especially fly of the navigator. And that's what got me kind of on this. I, I don't feel like fly of the navigator is disrelegated to men. I didn't fly. Like this was a very masculine manly, no.
3: haha, man, humor, Boy, again, again I'm, I'm I'm comparing it to other things at the time, namely The Little Mermaid, which was was a very I, love that it was a very, too. I didn't feel like that was directed at just women. I'm not saying I didn't freaking love it, Brian. <laughs> OK, I am saying that there was there was an intent. There was an intent to stop and say, who's our audience? Twelve year old boys. We're going to surround this twelve year old main character with boy stuff. We're going to literally put all the toys you ever dreamed of wanting on the bed that we gift to him. All of that stuff. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I know, but I think that's,
2: uh, but I think that's incorrect because that assumes some kind of conspiracy. And I don't think anybody creating this movie other than marketing, maybe, maybe the money producer people
3: may have been going, we want to do this. Then the directors and artists and the actors always go, okay, we're here for the, art. That is a. This is a, f- a fundamental thing in in film criticism that I think is very very interesting, and I yeah. don't really think we we need to like write a book or something because because <laughs> from my perspective New Patreon we, level let's do it all right go from yeah, right. My perspective go. the making of every movie with a few weird exceptions the making of every movie is a conspiracy it is absolutely a conspiracy it is a bunch of people conspiring to accomplish something specific and. Um, molding that as they go making little changes here and there conspiring together and there are critics like you brian dunaway who really want movies to kind of like spring out of the void fully formed you know and i yeah. i get that like that's a that's a really romantic way of approaching a movie well it's I think just movies movies are made by
2: committee but certainly they don't have common goals i mean the director often is in conflict with the producers or the money makers. We see it all the time. So that would not be a conspiracy. The only I mean, the only be, goal I'm trying to do things. I'm trying to get to this end point and I'm willing to compromise with you who has an agenda
1: to get there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let me let me, let me explain something. I think that part of this is uh, just economics. Like, the, the right. if you're going to make a movie, you need money to do it. How do you get the money? You get it from the money people. What do the money people want to maximize their investment and make the most money right. possible? And so if your vision doesn't match what they think will generate the most dollars, you're going to end up having your vision change, whether you like it or not. And sometimes that means people Let's leave projects sometimes a director st- stomps out of there and says do not put my name on the credits or you know there's a million of these mm-hmm. stories but at the end of the day that business is 100% that and not anything else and so it if you're around in the in the 90s or the 80s <clears throat> and the big money is is been has been shown to be like hey we're going to do it like star wars does it we're going to sell action figures and toys i don't know if this movie had a bunch of that tied to it it might have i don't know Um, but usually it's like, yeah, what's the aftermarket? What's our deal with McDonald's? What's our plan for t-shirts and freaking bedsheets and all the, all the bullshit they used to sell to us. And I think sometimes that stuff actually more times than not, that stuff leaks into production. Sometimes you get lucky and it just fits like star Wars Mm -hmm. is like, Hey, make action figures. Of course. Duh. What are we doing? Like, it makes perfect sense to do what they did and it wouldn't have mattered. Like they didn't force. Star Wars to be anything other than what it was to accommodate that. But I think once that happened, then it kind of does. Then you'd see stuff in future Star Wars movies and go, Oh, well, they're making a toy out of that. That's a toy Mm -hmm. because they they have no other reason for that ship to be in there, except they're going to make a toy that they want me to buy. Like you can start to see those things squeeze in, but it's normal because everybody's in it for the money. That's all they want. I mean, not everybody. Mm -hmm. They're not in it for the money, but those directors got to get paid. Those writers got to get paid. How do they get paid? The money
2: people got to pay them. The movie makes no it's money. They don't want to pay Fly him. the Navigator would bring up this very
3: serious I know, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah. know. Yeah. I think of that's hilarious.
3: <laughs> of all movies. I, you know where, where this conversation came from in my household was from my 12-year-old. Like from the beginning of the movie. He's so used to watching, you know, cynical, super cynical things on YouTube, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there from the beginning. And he's just like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. I don't even. Know. Oh, geez, that's just weird. Well,
4: he's in my club because yeah. that's exactly what yeah. <laughs> I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. go ahead, yeah. Brian
3: Of it, seriously. Yeah. Go ahead, finish. Yeah, that no, I
4: mean, it's it's just uh, there's so much of that in this that is that maybe maybe I'm jaded that I don't have that nostalgic connection to the film seeing in the '80s, but I, I the movie ended and I felt like okay. Great. What was the whole point of that? You know, there's not, there's not really a conflict. There's nothing that, that, that gets yeah, yeah. resolved. Sure. He's, he's, he's trapped in or out of time for eight years and, but still finds a way back. And not a very difficult way back. Oh, well, this might not work, but it might. Oh, it worked. You're, you're home. <laughs>
0: You know Um, what? This is great for the argument of uh, E.T.'s better. And I would just say the reason I'd say E.T.'s better as one of these kinds of movies is there were real stakes in it. Unlike what you just described, you had reasons to be concerned about a dying, turning all white like a three week old (laughs) turd on the grass looking thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like like you were worried about it. And plus, it just, and the men men were going to get him. And
3: for a whole generation, they were going to use guns. Yeah. Go ahead. My biggest question about this movie, watching it last night, Mm -hmm. is. I didn't realize at all until last night that this was a uh, sort of an evolution of ET that this was inspired by ET this was a, an attempt by uh, these filmmakers to make the same kind of movie only they yeah. had to change a lot of things they had to be they had to have a different protagonist and so on I just didn't, I never knew that in the 1980s. I, felt like I want was... you to know Oh sure! I never knew that. It I never- felt like that
4: was obvious in the little, the little uh, animal puppet room where it's like, oh, here's here's a guy who, oh, you're you're gonna become friends with him because his, uh, I feel like Rick. Oh, you're gonna become friends with him because uh, his his plan was destroyed by a common. We don't. Oh, uh, the, uh, the Rick! Control. I don't know. I don't know, Rick. If I can do it, Rick. <laughs> We should go
0: the other way when we do those impressions.
4: We should. Yeah. I think you're a much better Rick, and I think I, <laughs> yeah. we're comfortable doing the Morty. But, um, but it is it is that whole like okay, well, here's the ET moment. Is that he's you know he's going to befriend this this other creature? I even feel like I made more. Of the movie by saying, oh, he, he sees a common element. That guy's kind of trapped without a family right now, too. And and they have a simpatico because of that. No, I think it's just like, oh, this is a cute uh, puppet figure that we made. And uh, it's our E.T. moment. We can have him bond with this, this thing. This
0: little turd, freaking horrible, I,
2: robot-looking ass. The most, the most dumb plot... A hole, I suppose, because it's like his planet got destroyed by a comet. And like, you just said you could travel back in time, travel <laughs> right? back in time before yes.
4: the comet. What? Yes. And put him there so he can get destroyed by the comet too?
2: What's yeah. the? <laughs> yeah, like eight years, probably at least. Let him in. Into- How long does that thing live? He couldn't yeah, live this- more than a couple of weeks. Yeah. This point.
3: movie made me realize that all of my complaints about ET were really, really personal. Like they were all, they were all me and only me. Like I was, like I was a little tiny kid. I was, I was literally afraid of ET the alien. Like I thought he was scary when, when I saw the movie the first time, Mm -hmm. and that stuck with me all the way to this day. Mm -hmm. Whereas this movie, this movie, uh, apparently, I was just like super forgiving about all everything, like every little thing. As a kid, Uh I was just entertained. And so like it was it was strange to me to watch my own kid not really be that entertained
1: this is, is kind of mm-hmm.
2: this is a much more like you said it's not a cynical movie it's a very gentle movie mm-hmm. and I actually like the ride I like the idea of I like the the origin the kernel of the idea which I feel like is they, they you said hey all those kids that went missing in the seventies—what if they were abducted by aliens and they returned? We see this—we see this story all the time now, right? It's like, oh, oh yeah. they <laughs> disappeared for a while and now they're back. Ooh! And so, yeah. what happened? No, I'm glad and, you brought uh, that
0: up. I forgot. Kind of, this was that era of like, uh, oh, oh, did you hear the thing about the the kid on Halloween? He was taken and he showed up eight years oh, later yeah. with the mustache. The seventies,
2: we had this huge. Uh, Because, you know, our our families were, you know, we were doing different things and kids were out and about in a more more dangerous world. And so we had a lot of kids that were abducted. And this was kind of like exploring some of that, but on the lighter side of it, not the scary, weird, what really happened.
3: They're dead in the woods. And again, this is a really cynical way of looking at it. But I, I bet you in the creation of this movie, there is someone sitting down writing out things that kids like. And one thing kids like is roller coasters. So I'm just going to make a movie version of a roller coaster ride. You yeah. know, and like, again, mm-hmm. super cynical. Sorry. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's just like how I felt watching this movie. It
0: is was- that. It is that. But it's okay. I think the reason I think it's okay for a whole generation to just find this to be beloved. And I'm kind of in Ibbet's camp of like, eh, so, you know, feels like an also ran or whatever. Uh, I think it's because it is that. That's what kids want. Kids want not mm-hmm. cheap thrills, but they want. Thrills that they can lose themselves into and go, yeah, man, what would it be like? And here it is. Here's what it would be like. And it's, they're not going to pause to go, well, wait a minute, there's a plot right. hole. Wait a second, there's another plot hole, because they don't think that way. Kids are, right. you know, yeah. your average eleven year old or back then. I think they're, I think they're smarter and more cynical now. But they're smarter now.
2: They wouldn't. They need more. They but, certainly have more cynical things to view, <laughs> and so yeah, they would. I
0: think the best be entertainment is the kind that can have that, and. and on the surface, and then also have the depth, and that's hard to do. and And those are the ones that hold mm-hmm. up the, the strongest. That's why I feel like ET does hold up more yeah. than say something like this. And I know there's a million of these knockoffs, like Mac and Me, which everyone says we need to watch, and a million other. <laughs> Got
4: yeah, like to watch Mac and Me. You guys, that feels like more the more want- direct like all right we need we need an et yeah. all right we got that we need to be chased by the police i mean and we even have that like like they basically said all right well what let's boil et down to what the big things are uh, a a connection between a boy and an alien this yeah. time it's an alien ship they've got that
3: sort of men running around trying to capture you yeah yeah exactly absolutely nasa is overreaching by the way go ahead oh NASA, right what is nasa not put you under house arrest get out of here now no nasa in partnership with... With the FBI, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say
0: the way that they treat NASA. NASA seems like a super organization with all sorts of military yeah, right. arms that we weren't aware of. It seems real, real. Fishy. We're putting
2: you under house arrest. NASA exactly. can't get out of my way, NASA boy. <laughs> yeah, get out of Get there. out of here. But my my
0: point is like you, if you can create the depth on the back end, you give kids what they want on the front, the tasty, tasty frosting. But that cake is good too, and that's hard. That's a hard mm-hmm. thing. I yeah. think I think a good example of this today. Maybe not all of them, but most of the MCU movies are gonna hold up for kids who who idolize them. They're gonna go, you know, fifty years from now, you're gonna watch our, you know, I don't know, the first Avengers movie and still have a really great time because as adults they'll be able to see, oh no, this is clever, this is cool, and they'll be able to forgive shit like, I don't see how that's a party or things like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it'll yeah, be okay. So, you know, I'm not yeah. saying that I'm not saying everything we do today is gonna hold up like that, but I think I think that's the test. Does it have like why why do I think the newer Star Wars movies aren't going to have that kind of love down the road? Well, they got the surface stuff, but they didn't go deep. And right, right. and this is a movie where and again, for a generation of kids, who cares?
2: It's deep enough. It's all they want. I think. I think. I think the beginning. Some of this depth of this film happens in the first twenty minutes or so, maybe, and I agree. then after yeah. that, it's just kind of a road trip between a boy and his a boy and his ship, uh, trying to get back home. But at the very beginning, you know, him being lost, the fear that Joey Kramer brings to the character David Freeman, of Looking like he's afraid is is genuine and and impactful, especially to a kid that age, uh, you know, not finding your parents. Your parents are gone. What the crap is going on and everything is bigger than you. Mm-hmm. You need that yeah. escape. You need that ship who can, you know, can can
3: take you away. And yeah, for, for me watching this movie, there were two things. Uh, I mean, and I mean, in 2022, there were two things that really stuck out as, wow, that's that's that impresses me. And right. and the the main one is him waking up in the woods, which are strangely across the train tracks from his everything uh, had Florida. Everything had train tracks home. when yeah. we were growing up. By the yeah. way, yeah. You know, yeah. Randy, yeah, uh, yeah, not me, <laughs> but I don't, I don't remember any but, of those. But. You know, he wakes up in the woods in the in the mountainous woods of F- Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. There's like a there's like he falls down a cliff. I'm like, there isn't a cliff in Florida. But anyway, now, he yeah. uh, I'm sure there I'm sure there are a, there's a clip somewhere in Florida. It's a
2: crevasse. Anyway,
3: <laughs> that whole that whole that, that whole setup, the whole yeah. setup where he's like, "Wow, this is my my home and my family doesn't live here anymore." And then he he goes and meets them and they're all 8 years older and so on. That is really good. That yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. I thought they handled really it really well.
0: Yeah. And it was, in, it was a little intense, I have to admit. I kind of forgot. I was like, oh, this would feel terrible. You're this kid. What has ha- What's happened? But then I realized how stupid everybody is because <laughs> it wouldn't be until like halfway <laughs> through the movie that someone asked the real question, which is he hasn't aged at all, but we've all aged. So yeah, we right. should ask that oh. first, not well, they, how
3: they come he doesn't it. remember oh, the they, last they, 10 they, years? They found yeah. it weird. Yeah. yeah, they they started answering, trying to answer that question instantly. They just didn't tell him.
4: Well, yeah. They just but, didn't
3: tell him what they were on to. Like, but they what, were
0: what, like, Hespin's like, well, he doesn't seem to have any memory of the last 10 years. Now, someone else is like, right. wow, well, uh, 10 years, the family had no idea. They thought he was gone forever. Like, yeah, but he's also still 10, so that's a big deal. Uh, talk about that sooner. They got to it, you're right. right, right but it right. took him a long yeah. ass time to finally I acknowledge this.
2: I loved the acting that was done uh, with when he was grossed out by his old parents. They just they just aged eight years. Yeah. Come on, David. Don't freak mm-hmm. out. Yeah. They'd only aged eight years. So, and he's looking yes. at him like he's gonna get the old or something.
3: Like <laughs> he's Nowadays. Like a Shyamalan movie or yeah. something. Uh, Nowadays, yes, we we think of it as very, very overstated. Yeah. Right? right. Like if you if you took someone from I'm I'm trying to do some quick math here, took someone from <laughs> September twenty fourteen and right. dropped them down in front of a TV in today they yeah. wouldn't be that.
4: Uh, Use your remote yeah, wand. Unsettled. Yeah, yeah your yeah, remote, remote control wand. wand. Yeah, they the wouldn't be that wand. unsettled.
3: The, I mean, yeah. the only thing I can really think is like the big, big difference is if they go outside in a city and there aren't cabs, but there's Ubers now. Okay, wow, that's scary.
2: Yeah, I don't, I eight, don't eight think years it's, is not enough. But in, I guess it, it. I guess the eight to twelve year old mind eight years you know that would make you a 20 that's like a
3: whole lifetime that's what's a the, whole different life yeah what's the 2014 kid asking to watch that's no longer on tv <laughs> right
2: it's not stars <laughs> um, being hunched, that's for
3: sure i'm so glad he didn't
4: say wait a minute what about love boat i thought love boat was supposed to be on right now oh
3: yeah. my gosh yeah.
2: i haven't told you what, guys what this. what is the new thing that would freak him out though because that mtv probably would freak a kid out from 78
4: Yes. Yeah, uh, You know, a Blamage video would freak me out, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird choice, really... right? Do you think they chose Blamage yeah. because they were like, man, we don't have any money left? How
4: about... Uh... Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, Blamage yeah. had a couple hits. Don't Tell Me was probably their their biggest hit. Uh, some, uh, Dancing on the Ceiling or, or uh, Living on the Ceiling was another one. But yeah, they're not affording the Thompson Twins or uh,
3: Huey Lewis in the News at, in 1985. Also, also that specific <laughs> exactly. video was scary. And I, I just want yeah, you to know, yeah. little kid watching that video, it was scary. It was his legs the whole are thing, flailing the as
2: though not a part of his body. What is yeah. going
3: on? I had to watch sure.
4: the whole video after that and just see. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basically the two members of Blamange uh, doing uh, like a house flip where they're completely destroying the inside of this house oh, and okay. then demolishing it from the inside. While they sing a song about um, being sad that the the, you know, telling the woman who's leaving not to go weird
0: and all the while they're like replacing their own legs or something or what the frick was going on there
4: one it's funny there's just one scene in the music video it's the only part of the video that uses special effects the lead singer's uh foot twists around in a circle and then his the whole bottom half of his legs go all flippy the whole rest of the video is him like Taking a chair and smashing it I on the thought, ground and grabbing, you know, pulling a radiator Weird. off the wall. And I
2: thought everything Weird. was about the leg flipping. Yeah. I, really no, I did, too. I saw. Okay. I did, I did the weirdest too. out
4: of place, like they only had enough special effects to, uh, <laughs> hmm, maybe a little bit of a parallel, only uh, enough special effects to do one little thing in their music video that actually had special well, effects. Well, funny
0: you ask, because speaking of the money people, this was originally an independent film. The main production company was Producers Sales Organization.
4: <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, I love stuff. that. It was the,
0: the stuff. it was the, it sent this, this uh, image the other day when he was watching the movie he says, Oh great. I know what we're in for. And I was like, Holy and, and, shit. Are you kidding? That's the name. And that of was this coincidental.
4: Thing. Like uh, Tina said, Oh, let me, let me make up some popcorn or something. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go to the bathroom. And I pause the the video and I come back and I look at the screen and it says, a film by producer sales organization. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. not
0: even catch that. It feels like
4: it feels it like holder text.
0: Very, it's like holder it really text. That nobody, does, yeah. nobody inserted the correct <laughs> like title text here. But uh, <laughs> anyway, they put up two thirds of the budget. The rest came from Viking Film, a North yeah. Norwegian company, as you might imagine. And then uh, yeah. Walt Disney Pictures picked up all the rights for the film in North America, becoming the first distribution deal for the studio under new management led by Michael Eisner. So this was Eisner's big
3: uh, initial boom. Yeah. Like, hey, look at I. Here's yeah. my
0: idea. Yeah. Let's do this movie and,
3: and uh, apparently uh that norwegian company made it so that a lot of the a lot of the inside of the spaceship's shots all that those scenes were filmed in norway for some reason oh, right right is that, a, is is that why, why the reshoots? you don't need is that yeah. With, yeah. The, with some need- with the
0: reshoots of the kid because i put it in our our, t- yeah, the our chat here. stuff he had different hair in the same scene one yeah. was real long yeah. one was yeah. real
2: short and i got i thought i oh, probably had to go back for reshoots right that's what yeah. they do. Yeah, it did some dub work, and yeah, you're absolutely correct. And yeah, you—that's what you would do. You would you would film this internally wherever your uh, you know your special effects are at. By the way, this is this movie gets the the honor of inspiring James Cameron's uh, Liquid Terminator, and which goes on to inspire mm-hmm. a lot of other things. So this is where this kind of started. This reflective uh, material on uh, you know morphing items and stuff that this is where it started at the nice. really really here. Cool. i love the, the whole
3: thing where i, I didn't love this the animation of the steps but when the steps are real yes. and they're just so using cool. they're just using a camera angle to hide the the foundations of each step yeah right oh,
0: I, I do like that,
1: that. Yeah. i still so love good. it that's very close cool. my mind here
0: yeah i think that's really cool that's my wrote that down in fact I'm like uh that I remember those steps being very cool is literally what, what I wrote but then I saw it animate and I went oh no 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 that looks bad don't do that again don't <laughs> yeah. do that's that
4: Play-Doh. again that's clay being shaped metal clay being shaped
0: Indeed um I guess this is the second film ever released under the Disney banner at the time uh to contain profanity uh, this no. had a GD oh. moment, I think, is what they said. When, oh, when was really? the
2: profanity? Okay. I don't remember. Pretty, pretty sure Parker. it was she when Johnny Fever,
0: Johnny <laughs> it's Fever goddamn walked. Goddamn, Twisted Sister, something like that. Somebody, <laughs> I think it was Johnny Fever, walked out and said, "It's the goddamn tri- ships uh, flying," or something. I don't know what he okay. said. I, I tried to pay attention to it because I read this before I started it. But anyway, uh, it's also the first involvement of Paul Rubin's acting for Disney. A month after this film release, he continued to perform as Pee Wee Herman in the Saturday mornings Pee Wee Playhouse which aired on CBS, uh, they don't say, I hate this piece of trivia because they don't say what the other Disney movie is that had the swears mm. to that point.
4: Oh, but, yeah, no kidding. I'd be interested I to, would love to, to know. know.
0: Yeah. But I do remember as a kid, I went and saw uh, Secret of Nim. That's not Disney. but Oh, that is so good. I yes, wish it was Blue Disney. Night. But uh, yeah. anyway, Blues. I go in there. Blues. Don Bluth. Blues. Yeah, Bluth <laughs> Studios. And I go in there and I'm watching that movie and at one point, one of the mice yells, damn it.
2: <laughs> how dare you use profanity in my animation? Yeah, and as a kid. I would expect
4: rats to use profanity, but not mice. I know, right? I would expect them to say rats. Yeah, no kidding. Yes. Well, wait, it may have been, a. was
2: it a
0: rat? It's the guard guy that was helping Miss, Miss, what's her name? Yeah. get through. Yeah, the, he was a rat. Yeah. Yeah. Was he a rat? Okay, well, he yelled, damn he it. He a rat. And I remember as a so, kid going, typical rat language. He yelled, damn it. And I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe a cartoon <laughs> you, had a swear did word. Did you look at it.
2: mom?
1: Ooh, <laughs> I ooh. think so. I, she
0: probably got uncomfortable and squirmed or something. Who knows? My mom did. But right. anyway, fun fact. Enjoy.
2: Randall Kleiser was our director, he had
4: directed Grease.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which even hear that. a little
4: bit of, uh, you're the one that I won. Is
3: there yeah. the family oh. truckster?
1: Oh, I <laughs> no, missed
3: that. I just, I'm I desperately trying to answer a question that you just asked. Oh, what was it? Go <laughs> oh, ahead. Is there a question? Uh, the first use of the, the word shit in a Disney movie, this was the second. Flight of the Navigator is the second time the oh, oh, word shit. shit. Someone said is, shit. Is heard okay. in a Disney movie. The first one was the previous year, the John Cusack uh, Meredith Salinger movie, The Journey of Natty Gann.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Included,
3: I love included included the
0: word
2: shit. I don't remember that movie at all. The Journey yeah. of Maddie Gann? The hell Isn't that, that the one where she gets on the train? Was it maybe thing around something else?
0: Oh, this guy. Okay. He did Grease, but he also did Blue Lagoon. He did White yeah. Fang. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: he did uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Yeah. <laughs> but not shrunk not them, just blew them up. He did some weird Grease.
2: <laughs> Which was a really short movie.
4: Yeah. <laughs> blew them up. That was just it. Uh, That's it.
2: Done.
0: <laughs> he's been kind of working on and off. Did something in 2019. Uh,
2: oh yeah, yeah, and his around. brother was the one who uh, did all the the special effects, right? Because he was he had their own little studio house and everything. Oh yeah,
0: so. yeah, that's right. Oh, honey, These I blew up the kids. He did that. That's cool. What else?
3: I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're we're now in the dueling uh, trivia section of. of <laughs> we section, do so. this a lot. <laughs> can can you can you anyone guess the third Disney movie to include the word shit? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is fu- this is the third? most fun I've ever had with trivia. So uh, it's
0: got it's, it's live action, I assume, right? Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. All right. Give us a give us a range, a year a range
2: somewhere.
3: Um it's early night, early nineties. Okay. Like, oh, early nineties. Interesting. We have we have these two movies
2: in the mid eighties and then they go up to the Now is years. this Disney proper or is this Touchstone or one of those other off brands or
3: yeah, it, it must Disney be pro- Disney proper, it's, right? Or it should be. It's a Disney movie. I don't know. Like, Flight of the Navigator isn't a Disney proper a, movie. Yeah, right it era. is. It right. says Walt Disney
2: pre- pre- Walt, Walt
3: Disney presents. Disney presents. See yeah. Walt Disney presents Pretty Woman.
2: No, right? what I'm you know.
0: saying is, well, if they did Touchstone, they would say Touchstone and Disney's name was not on it. Right, if they right. did, yeah. if they put Disney, I feel like that's the differentiator. So it must be a Disney movie. Uh, I'm going to say yep, it's,
3: it's a Disney movie produced with Amblin and Touchwood.
2: Okay. Okay. Amblin. Okay.
3: Oh, Oh,
0: Oh, uh, d- uh, the robots, the little robots one um, uh, oh, with the old people in it.
3: Uh,
0: shit. Uh, Hume Cronin was in it. Uh,
4: oh, batteries
3: not included. Yes. Is that one? Oh. Nope. Um, I'll give you some more hints. i uh, yeah. trying to get to the end of this. Uh, <laughs> it, <it's, laughs> it stars Reese Witherspoon and Ethan Embry. Oh, uh oh,
0: oh, oh, Uh no, no, no. D- uh, d- d- um, uh Sweet Home Alabama. No? No, yeah,
1: clear, no right? that's No, that's
3: I think <laughs> this is a little a few years before okay. Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. They're uh, in that but... together. I only know this in my wife freeway. watched on
0: the ship freeway.
3: So, freeway. so the <laughs> Free third the third movie to allow the u- w- use of the word shit and for Walt Disney was called A Far-Off Place.
0: Oh. It's oh, never heard okay. of it. It's
3: uh, it's about yeah. some some, you know, uh white kids in africa <laughs> they're like on vacation in africa and uh some poachers come along and they have to they have to get their way you know make their way through the bush with this like local bushman <laughs> 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 they, have they have to escape danger wow and okay.
0: uh ethan Embry, a- uh for those who don't know who that is that's papa Giorgio from the third right. vacation papa film. Giorgio.
3: yeah yuma yeah
0: <laughs> he's uh they are they are both just so everyone knows my memory's not stupid they are both in sweet home alabama as well
3: yeah okay yeah, right on right. Yeah. uh for for me it's
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> good for you yeah good, good for good you
3: for you uh far off place is a, a way way underrated movie for me i don't want to ever rewatch it <laughs>
2: okay please you don't uh, want to ruin it. attempt this what about Medicine Man? Was that a, was that? A oh, I Disney love that movie. movie? That's not yeah. Disney. Sean though, Connery. Is it? That's not Disney though. No, I kept thinking. Mm-hmm. Medicine that
0: was no. a Man thing. was uh, ninety two. Uh, Lorraine Bracco. Let's see, Sean Connery. That was a. Uh, what's who's the big uh, Sphinx? Disney. That's Touchstone, right? Are yeah, they, which they is they Sphinx? Disney, no right? Hollywood. Pictures. I remember Disney was no. involved with something Hollywood, was pictures. Something. Hollywood, Hollywood Pictures, and yeah, Hollywood also Pictures also also owned by Disney, huh? I believe. I think.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I remember Disney
3: sponsored it. We we were I was working at Blockbuster at the time, and they took us. No, a, no, no no. no, no, no. Hollywood Pictures was making movies like Tombstone. That that was not that was not a Disney movie.
0: Well, hold on.
1: I think okay. it is.
0: It's one. I think they owned Hollywood Pictures and Touchstone, and that's where they did their. This is like Hulu for them. They have yeah. Hulu now to show all the stuff with the swears and the nudes.
2: And, all I know uh, <laughs> is I got some Disney merch. Going to see the Medicine Man, so I assume since it said it was sponsored by Disney, Disney was involved. Here it is. I found it. No, you I was. I was medicine. right.
0: Uh, film production label Walt for Walt Disney Studios, founded and owned by Walt Disney, established in '89 by Eisner.
3: Uh, that they, is wild. I I really learned something today. Yeah, this was their. That. This was
0: them saying, "Well, we can't leave all the money on the table. We can't just make kids' movies mm-hmm. and then that's it. We got to like do other shit. Right. So that's what they did." And they just, that was their way of hiding, you know, and saying, well, (laughs) Disney didn't make this. Disney didn't have a sex scene. Freaking Hollywood pictures
4: did. Mm,
3: Yeah. Hollywood pictures is one of the, one of the great, uh, like mysteries then, because like it never, they, they never let on, like they never let any kind of Walt Disney light shine through what they were doing. Like ever. I never once thought of Disney, you know, in all those years watching movies like that.
0: I have this strange memory of at least the the Touchstone side. I remember it being like Splash was a, a first for that or something. And, and everyone's like, oh, that's really a Disney movie. But because it's got some adult themes, it's now under this name. And that's for whatever reason, it's just stuck with me forever. And so now when I hear Touchstone, which I don't even think is a working title anymore. Maybe it is. Oh, I if I hear, though. if oh, I hear, or think uh, about yeah. Touchstone.
3: <laughs> <That is a, laughs> Hollywood go, pictures. Oh. Hollywood pictures hasn't existed for fifteen years.
0: Oh, they're done. But yeah, they, uh, 80,
3: man, see. they made the they made the Rock. Uh, I just, I never once thought of the Rock as a Disney mm. movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. They owned the Sean Connery for a while. It sounds like yeah, mm.
0: and all the Sean Connery yeah. you can stand. You ever lose your car keys? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to this trivia. Uh, it says here uh, the loud belch made by the garbuntle or whatever it's called. The little stupid ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thing. little thing that
2: ate his hat. The NASA hat. Uh,
0: the one that ate the hat. Exactly. Is actually the dubbed in sound of Joey Kramer belching. Really? Yeah. It slowed down slightly <laughs> to uh, sound deeper and longer. So uh, there you go. Got the kid to burp. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come here, kid. You want to burp?
2: Yeah, man. That's what kids do. We'd I'm have to on burp. it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give I don't a, wanna, give yes. me a give me new Coke, old Coke, uh, yeah, uh, Dr coke, Pepper, caffeine-free yeah. Coke. Uh, Get Sarah Jessica Parker out here and, and with the with the with the barf. What is it mm-hmm. what is it called? The,
3: the not barf. The Ralph. Ralph. The Ralph. Oh, the Ralph. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the, the most interesting <laughs> close barf. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the most interesting thing, uh, tr- like trivial thing that I read after watching this movie was wikipedia wikipedia the entry for flight of the navigator says that this movie stars joey kramer and sarah jessica parker and i'm just like no Mm
1: -hmm. that's
3: it that's all you need to know Mm -hmm. that is not that no and in fact i'll bet you sarah jessica parker didn't make much money i'll bet you she was uh yeah it's like we're our first
1: it's it's joey kramer and howard
4: hessman if you're if you're basing it on screen time yes
3: Hessman Probably is those the two. man he's Reub-
4: yeah. he's taking paul the big rubens money a, like well not yeah i guess not screen time but but yeah. m- movie appearance right. or paul rubens or paul not- mall as he's okay. called Oh, and they call Saint. him Paul Mall in this. I missed that. That's weird. He, he yeah. went by Paul Mall, yeah, instead of Paul Rubens. I don't know the like said, Well, I don't really want people confuse me with Paul with Pee Wee You Can't have that, so, right? No. That's what I'm going to do. The voice right in the middle of <laughs> the movie. <what> I'm going <laughs> to do. The laugh. This is how I talk normally.
1: <laughs> right?
0: Oh, weird. Okay, so I was just looking at first movies for her. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. She was in it's a bunch of TV stuff. Her first Girl, movie movie been. was 83 called Somewhere Tomorrow, whatever the hell that is. And then she had a very small role in Footloose, which I sort of remember. Yeah. Um, I don't remember being significant, though, but maybe I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, she tied uh, Kevin Bacon's shoe one time, I think that's <laughs> That was it? <laughs> is that yeah. really what she did? Yeah.
0: Um, and then she did, let's see, yeah, then a bunch more TV stuff
2: and then Flight of the Navigator. It was very early for her. Yeah. This, this is one of her bigger prominent roles i mean she's right there in center front and center she wasn't have, she 20. wasn't having sex in the city or
0: anywhere else at the time she was still yeah. uh <laughs> you know.
3: she's she's 20 when she filmed her scenes for flight of the navigator and i again never noticed i never ever noticed as a little kid that she kind of comes on to him oh she's like, a total groomer
0: oh yeah groomer, groomer. big time <laughs> yeah.
4: groomer. I, like, I was trying to figure out the race she's not old enough to really be a cougar but okay, groomer, I got gotcha, you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She's just uh, well, but again, it plays to this like prepubescent boy fantasy of yeah. the hot older girls talking to right. me. Like, there's that's, right. that's that's clearly what
3: they're aiming there's for. Not, there. There's not really a prepubescent aspect to it, though. Like, it's a pubescent fantasy, really. And like this kid is sort of like you're saying he's a kind of like stand-in for a 14-year-old boy or a 15-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. and uh, it it's it's fine it's not like gross or anything it was just i i just never noticed it <laughs> until mm-hmm. this view
0: yeah but you can you can see what i mean this, they're they're aiming this at like hey girls girls right hey mm-hmm. i mean that's the deal i
3: mean <laughs> then- and then the weirdest thing is like her, You're whole purpose, girls. her whole purpose is to help him escape. And it turns out he didn't need any help at all. He's got amazing Wi-Fi from his brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Brain Wi-Fi. Dude. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty and good plus stuff. Plus that. Uh, yeah. That, that security was terrible. First of
2: all, NASA doesn't have those sweet slidey door things. So, so no. space Star trek yeah. but But no. uh, <laughs> then, then, I mean, that robot was like delivering mail to
4: him every five oh. minutes. Yeah, and Pocket they don't league. look and see, like, oh, okay, robot's yeah. going in. Well, let's get back to our poker poker game. Oh, that Yo,
0: trope, dude. Can I? Oh, yes. that just felt so classic and it? so, like,
4: I don't know, overused. It's so integral to yeah. the escape. Always. That, that for it to be so hand wave, like, oh, yeah, he just goes right back. And area. why are they always <laughs> playing poker? It's always, <laughs> yeah, cards. always yeah those guys are never distracted by
0: although you know what you'll see a movie once in a while where the guy's watching 15 screens and one of them's the big game mm, you know yeah. so he's yeah, you know great, watching uh, the mets play and going damn it or whatever and missing the one screen where someone sneaks around but i don't know feels like poker happens a lot I, I get him, at that i had i had him moment.
3: playing chin rummy that's just what made sense to me as a 12 year old watching this movie <laughs> yeah. um i don't i don't know poker doesn't poker not a two-person it's funny no, yeah, but they did explain.
0: say, he <laughs> said full, There's straight flush or something. full house or, or full yeah, house yeah. Or whatever it was. I got you. But it's like, yeah. it's like this idea that these guys are so dumb. And also this security hole exists where you've got an autonomous robot that has no attendance and there's a giant mm-hmm. cavernous freaking space on the side of it. And you think that no one's ever going to try to get into that thing and then drive clear across where that thing was all terrain vehicle and it could mm-hmm. go for a thousand yeah. miles. So stupid. Yeah.
2: And in no way, in no way would your letters being delivered not smell like beef something. Because <laughs> Some
1: of the that thing sandwich. delivers
2: food. Yeah, right. that thing delivers food and mail. Mm,
3: no, thank you. Mm. At, mm-hmm. And Scott, my uh, my version Mosh. of that trope, by the way, is the the security guard has his nose buried in a girly mag. He's oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. That's the, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Dude, we watched, okay, I just got back from a cruise, and it was a princess cruise, and one of the funny things they do there is when you're back in your room or whatever at night, they have, the TVs there are loaded with on-demand episodes of the old bubbo.
4: <laughs> I love, that, I love that's that's that it's on-demand, like, oh, yeah. uh, I feel like a little Charo. Should yeah, we watch yeah. one you're with You're not charro?
1: wrong,
0: dude. You yeah. are not wrong. Like, literally, you can go in there and go, oh, let me skip ahead to these four episodes, or let me resume the one I started last night. Like, it's like Netflix. Oh, it's weird. But anyway, that doesn't a-
4: even sound appealing to me. Sorry. I mean, I know people think that I've got this like <laughs> love for, for uh, love, boat? love boat. I have yeah, so yeah. many but, questions
0: uh, about love boat that I'm going to say for TMS. I have so many questions. <laughs> but anyway, we watched a bunch of these. What love the hell boat is episodes. a purser anyway? <laughs> yeah, dude. I had to I asked that question. I had to look it up on the shit Internet we yeah. had on the boat. It was ridiculous. I'm like, what is a purser? I'm sick of this purser Smith stuff. He's gopher. Damn it. Call him gopher. <laughs> But anyway, uh I forgot what my point was. What was my point? Sorry. Love boat. I was watching the love boat what? and there was a point I was gonna make and now I can't freaking F and remember uh, the
4: on demand love boat uh shit playing in the room. Yeah,
1: uh, what were you
0: saying before that though? You were saying something about a deal and exciting and i don't Uh, remember here i'll try to cleanse my palate with this trivia here which is the kid's full name the actor it's not just uh joe oh yes kramer his name is delirious joe august fisher kramer is his real
2: name get out delirious yeah yeah spelt like delirious spelt weird by the way he is son of a hippie that's right well, oh, Son was it like a delirious?
0: Oh, well, Color me surprised. We're all sons of that generation, '60s yeah. hippie people, though, aren't yeah. we? Kind of. Yeah. Mom.
2: His mom. His mom had okay. So I watched the documentary, this Beyond the Fly, or what is it? Uh, life be life after the Fly of the Navigator, or whatever yeah. it is. Anyway, life after the Navigator. Uh, yeah. yeah. They they go they deep dive into his mom. She was 31. She was living on a basically a you know a commune compound, whatever. And uh, she she was just looking for somebody to have a baby with anybody, and so this twenty year old volunteered, and uh, yeah, and he was apparently mm. not a good dad. Mm. Uh, told told uh, later in life, told uh, David Freeman just to go ahead and uh, think you have problems, whatever. Shut up, just go kill yourself. And so, <laughs> Jeez. yeah. Jeez
0: it's it, not this nice guys
2: went through a lot of things a lot of things yeah
0: that documentary i kind of was hesitant to watch it because i don't want to hear about the downfall of this poor kid i hate i hate child actors that get messed up or yeah just wrecked by by either like the kid the who's the kid who played anakin uh jake oh, lloyd uh, is that right jake lloyd yeah i feel so bad for that guy yeah like, right he just yeah. got Destroyed, and they often, like you do, turn to drugs and other stuff to sort of pad it out, and it never turns out great. The two Corries is a huge messy story. Like, mm, yeah, think of a childhood actor thing that worked out, and you can you can count like three, like Ron yeah. Howard. Maybe his brother Clint counts. I don't know. Uh, right, does right. Clint Howard
2: count? And it's still know. going on because Hespen was uh, head of the class where our right. Nickelodeon producer. uh moved on to later on to uh, what's the word I'm looking for to be a real dick. I don't oh, know. To How's
0: be a that? dick. Okay. No, yeah. he went full dick. I get it. Yeah. He's, he but, went full dick. You
4: never go full dick. You never go full dick.
0: <laughs> hey, did, did, uh, did, um, uh, is this Hessman's <laughs> first film sack appearance?
4: I think it might be. Oh, it's got to be. I can't think of another Hessman that wasn't uh, WKRP or head of the class. Yeah,
0: we got to do uh, Ruben and Ed at some point, but um, yeah. I don't think
3: we've Did, done any he other Hesman.
4: Problem Child,
3: Howard Hessman? We didn't he? see
4: Problem Child. Along either. with uh, John Ritter? Yeah. I like
2: don't think we man.
3: saw and that. And I just want to draw a circle around Hessman. What's his first name? <laughs> Howard Howard <laughs> Hessman. Howard. Just guide. Because, because from my perspective, it is massive that he is in this movie and now yeah. I look back on it I'm like what was I thinking like apparently there was a time when WKRP in Cincinnati was on in reruns constantly yeah 100% of the time and you didn't have choices <laughs> you had three stations Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah and I I watched every episode of WKRP in Cincinnati apparently yes. dozens of times yes. and so seeing this Howard Hessman in this movie is huge like he is the star of the movie almost for yeah for for this w- one lured little perspective that i am and i just was like i was annoyed watching it last night because <laughs> yeah. i'm like i'm like give, give me some hessman give yeah, me some no. dr dr johnny fever yeah you know? this is you nothing like that
0: you take that you take that yeah. beard off what do you got you got this mm-hmm. guy i know doing a stuff.
4: hairless hessman
1: he yeah <laughs> he loses
4: he does lose all his power you said it in your intro done away and he really does like Oh, he's like the DJ everybody wants to be. And then he's like, oh, he's just like some weird retail worker. So
3: uh, (laughs) he was... He was. He's in a weird Clue. retail worker.
4: <laughs> he does like a retail worker. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I've been a retail worker. I can. Confirm. I mean, it's, he just looks like you know some Joe you'd see working at the Circuit City trying to sell you a Samsung or Samsung VCR. He's like
0: Gil
3: from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, Gil, yeah, you did right. it again. Yeah. Yeah. So we've yeah. we've got Howard Hessman and Clue. Apparently, that's a an uncredited role. He like. Oh, he, right. Like, shows up and you like see him. He's the, in Clue. He's the
4: detective, isn't he? The that shows up,
3: sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. At the end, like
4: you're the policeman right. you're that right. shows yeah, up Yeah, I right. very, very, yeah, very, very end. end. Oh, yeah. Thinking, yeah, think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't I couldn't get over how long it took me to figure out that uh that Lambert's in this from Alien. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, can't think mm-hmm. her name. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What is her freaking name? Uh,
1: looking eight, Veronica eight Veronica years Kart- old. Yeah. Wow,
4: that makeup. Veronica Cartwright. Veronica Cartwright. That's right, Veronica costanza exactly yep. yes. yeah she's
0: which always freaks me out because that lady is great and i like her in almost everything i've ever seen yeah. her in but she also great. uh is british and it
4: throws me because she never she, plays british yeah. yeah she plays frantic like nobody's business and i think yeah. it's her eyes have like already have a built-in frantic look to them yeah she has and resting Alice, frantic face. it's coming right towards you yeah. she has rff
0: and her, face. and
3: then she's she's opposite Cliff DeYoung, the Every Dad, who plays calming like mm-hmm. nobody's yeah. business. Like, yeah. there's never been, a – and he was a, like he's a former rock star. Did you know this? No, Cliff no, oh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know his former yeah. rock star. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. He like I I don't I it's hard to figure out what in the world he was like other than a singer, mm. but right? like he's he's credited as. Uh, you know, having been a part of things done by the Doors and Jimi Hendrix and hmm. Janis Joplin, I don't know. Oh, he cool! Apparently, he apparently left music behind and went to Broadway for a while, and then uh, started turning in movies. Yeah. And uh, like he's he's great, guys. I love this guy. No, I like, yeah, him like too. Yeah, but, but apparently him. Joey Kramer didn't. His
2: the David older Freeman, that guy, he's like
0: I the, can't hug him. The older Cliff DeYoung gets, though, the more his face has stayed where it is. Yeah, but the rest of his head has grown outward, so he yeah. he's starting to look like.
2: Now he looks like he's aged more than eight years. Yeah, we'll get right. him that. We'll mm-hmm. get him that. Yeah, uh,
0: but I like him. He's in all sorts of stuff. He's in Glory, I think. Yeah, played a a, a key role in the movie Glory. Not long after this. Was he the was he the glory? No, he was the uh <laughs> he was a colonel, if I remember right. And some yeah. something was Clifty Old now, right? Is that Clifty Old. <laughs>
1: That's Clifty, right. old. That's yeah. Clifty old. He's in dad
0: jokes. He hasn't been in much though. Twenty fifteen was his last series appearance and something in twenty twenty called Reality Queen, where he played Joe Logo. <laughs> Joe Logo's <a> great name. <laughs> Which, uh, oh, this looks like this looks bad. Reality. Oh, it's a reality. It's that show with Mike Tyson's thing, the reality. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about it. But Mike I Tyson's. Either, but I'm, in. I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, what else we got here? Oh, Chris O'Donnell auditioned for the kids' role and didn't
2: get it. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and he, he did s- really good, too. He's like almost interchangeable here with Joey Kramer at that age. They mm-hmm. both have this very similar uh, emotional. Range. He he might probably wouldn't have robbed a bank later and stuff. He would have been a little less. uh... Well, I found it very interesting. I started thinking about this. I'm like everybody kept talking about how easy it was emotionally to turn it on and off with Joey Kramer with this with crying and whatever else he was able to turn on a dime. And after Mm -hmm. watching the documentary with him, I'm like, okay, I see why he had a lot to pull from. You know, he had all this anguish and pain that he could pull from. And then I started worrying about all those actors that people brag on and say, oh, they can cry at a drop of a hat. And I'm like, oh, they're probably seriously broken because yeah. they have something they can just mm-hmm. pull from. They're messed That's up. not yeah. a talent, that's damage. I, I watched uh, I watched
0: people. a bad movie with a good actor yesterday on the plane from, uh, what's it called? It's called Infinite Storm. And uh, right? let's see, is that right? I'll make sure I have that right. Infinite.
2: Anyway, it's
0: Naomi Watts, and it's this year. <laughs> oh. Just barely came out, and it's really uneven, and I don't recommend it. However, <laughs> uh, she's one of those people that can cry on a dime and really mm-hmm. convince right. you. And I hadn't thought of that until Dunaway just said that. Like, what is it? Where? Right. How do you get there? I don't know how you get there. You either have maybe yeah. with her, you have a very seasoned career and lots of you know raw talent mixed with experience and everything. Maybe that's all she has to do. But for a kid like that. Whenever they cry real
2: good on camera, I always get a little concerned. Just a like, little worried. It's a little too yeah. easy yeah. for them, a lot to pull from. When they're um kids, you know. This is the second time we've seen Joey Kramer, right? Didn't didn't we see him in Runaway? Wasn't he like the kid that ran away? Yeah, he was the run <laughs> No, he
0: didn't run away. <laughs> he was
2: in it though. He was a little it was his he first was movie, it. right?
1: I think. Yeah. He yeah, was that. a floater. I <laughs> think
2: so. Right. I think <laughs> his first movie was actually uh he said he did a little cameo. I don't know if it was even Listed, but he did like a, he he did a cameo in Never Ending Story, also uh, produced by these same producers. The yeah, Never well, ending story. Uh, I feel Falco. like
0: you just you just drove past the the thing I was going to say about Love Boat and this the connection, oh. and then I forgot it oh. again. You, oh, you, oh, no, you were no. you were right there. You know that time sometimes your brain goes, oh, oh yeah, there it, right? it is. Oh no, no, mm-hmm. no, and then it's gone again. No, no, wait wait, 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 wait. <laughs>
3: I know I'm so, going to get there. Uh, I feel it. We also we also have trivia that Joaquin Phoenix was seriously considered yes. that he tried out for this role, and I kind of wish he had gotten it. Like this was mm. this was the exact same time he was making uh, Space Camp, so that's a little close to home. But I I just feel like that uh, that Joaquin Phoenix that age that he was in Space Camp like would have been real good for this movie. I don't remember right. Space
0: Camp at
3: all. Is that uh, good? once again once Camp. again. Massive movie in my experience. Yeah, like, like Space Camp was like, like I went to class in elementary school. And the movie Space Camp was talked about by teachers because they were so excited that the kids were so excited about the idea of Space Camp.
0: Are you uh, – where do you stand on that as a sackable piece? Are you worried that it won't hold up? 100%.
3: If if it was streaming, I would sack it next week.
2: Okay. Yeah, totally sackable.
0: Okay. Space Camp PG-86 – Oh, Leah Thompson. Yeah. I'm in. Let's go. Yeah, Leah
2: Thompson. Yeah. yeah I, I was, I got a huge crush on her at this point. Yeah. My space high, camp my a, high school yeah. crush uh, was, was strong. I'm going to her. space
0: camp. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Like at all, like zero oh, memory. What, really? of yeah. Nothing. It's not That's ringing any interesting, bells.
3: Cause it just like, it like, again, it's a. a, 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 a don't I don't might disagree with me, but it's a movie that is contrived to strike at your heart as a, like teenage oh, boy at this time, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But it's got these girls in it, which are there to strike at our teenage boy heart, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. our
2: teenage boy's loins, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> our teenage loins. That's our right, teenage loins. Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> um, shouldn't the dog be dead eight years later? No, it's, huh?
2: a, it's eight years. Well, they they had made yeah. reference early on that they added it quickly in there. When uh, when he was walking to go get his brother, Jeff, before he fell in the ravine, uh, he said th- to the dog
3: that the dog was very young. Very, yeah, very young. Yeah. So me... the dog was probably
2: 10, maybe, by the time he comes back.
3: So, okay. yeah, it's okay. fine. Okay. Let, yeah. Me, let me refer to the first note I made watching this movie last night. And this stood tall the rest of the movie. I wrote oh, gosh, I hope the dog and Frisbee scene doesn't end up being my favorite thing in the movie.
4: <laughs> sure enough. Of, it kind of was for me, it too. It was, yeah, too. I liked I, it a lot. I, and it had great music, great 80s music. Tina and I both looked at each other and said, I could watch 90 minutes of this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah the, the,
2: the 80s, we were really l- loving the Frisbee during the 80s. And, yeah. oh, my God, I thought I remembered this movie. I thought the dogs caught every one of the Frisbees. But these
3: dogs really sucked.
1: Yeah, Yeah, they were were, were were horrible.
3: Like Mm -hmm. they were missing every one of the frisbees. Yeah, dogs (laughs) are dogs. Dogs aren't very good at that. They're they're about fifty-fifty. The good dogs are about fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's true. I thought they caught one of them. That's why it's fascinating, or
0: that's why why it's impressive when they do, because most of them just can't. Yeah. Even the good yeah. ones. My,
3: my, my dog is frisbee crazy, and I'll bet he only catches them ten percent of the time. Yeah,
2: yeah, I probably
3: couldn't even catch them
2: any percent of the time in my mouth, except just bust my <laughs> teeth. Mouth, be, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't talk about the dogs. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, we we didn't talk about the ten percent of our
4: brain. Thank
2: God we're no, getting past geez. that. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That
4: whole that, thing. that myth that uh, came to a head with what limitless and Lucy a couple of years ago, yeah, and then finally yeah. it just became a Facebook thing. Everybody shared it around. No, we, right. do, we don't just Once, use 10% of our brands. Yeah. Once
2: you start thinking about it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see now. Yeah.
4: That's but what, it was always when the a 2020 thing. election came around. We said, oh, maybe some people do. <laughs> okay. Maybe we so only so use no, five, no, five four. <laughs> four, maybe. Either way. Um,
0: but look, <laughs> Save but your emails. but here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> both sides. They, they, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, just hearing that makes 10%. me sick. Both sides. <laughs> um, well, uh so i don't know what there's probably a phobia to this phrase and i just don't know what it is anyway uh the the point is what was my point well there it goes again that's in the back seat
2: with some other thought <laughs> it's, it's flying away like a, a train not, on the tracks It's losing
4: eight years of memories just as right. we uh do this show oh know. i was now, gonna uh, say
2: when
0: i was a kid uh even before this i thought a two a dog who had two different colored eyes was yeah. maybe the coolest idea in the world. And then I found yeah. out there are people who have two or have different colored yeah. eyes. And yeah, I wanted really cool. to be that. I wanted to have yeah. that so bad. I don't know why. I guess I could go buy a contact yeah, and just stick you, it in there. But it makes you
3: unique.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, cool, oh, man. I am unique.
3: It's really cool. I, I have a coworker who has a half of one of her eyes is a different color. Oh,
0: cool. Okay. And oh, wow. is it right down and, the middle or? Uh, what's the
3: no it's kind of a pie a, a piece up a, a wedge of pie a big like a like piece the of pie,
1: pie in her eye
3: anyway i don't want to i don't want to say much more about her but like she has she posts pictures on instagram all the time and like when you see her in person you notice it right away but on instagram you might not It's kind of like it, it kind of like you don't really like it's just hard to see on instagram yeah. Right. And yeah. so, like, I, I really, I really enjoy like showing somebody, hey, look at these pictures. And tell me if you see anything weird. <laughs> like, no. Mm, nope, not always Not at all. You're all good.
0: But a dog. Kind of I don't know. Something about a dog with wacky features. Big fan. Super yeah. fan mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted yeah. that dog. Is what I'm
3: I had that dog. That the dog in this movie was my dog when I was a kid. It's oh. a, a Australian Shepherd. Had two different colored eyes. One brown. One blue. Did they pay you uh, plenty
0: of money to use them on the, on the picture? Oh, you don't mean literally your dog. You mean it was like,
3: like almost my like dog, your dog was exactly like the dog in this movie. I'm not <laughs> convinced that it was the same dog. No, I think the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie dogs were different dogs. They
2: were not, they were different dogs. They might've been were different dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would hope so because one's <laughs> supposed to be eight years older than the other. Right. I mean, no, 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 no. Beginning oh. and end is the same. Oh, 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 the book end time dog, the right. Book dog book okay, just didn't get the bruiser yeah, by the, by the, the way. Dog. Bruiser, yeah, there you go. Don't oh, don't yeah, call by any other name other than Bruiser. Yeah, Bruiser, yeah. Bruiser's bruiser. all you get. Uh, we, got, like a, uh, we got a
3: big trope in there too. Oh, Scott. you did? Uh, did you? Hold on. Yeah, it's. Where's my shit? Here it is. Stick right it in here. me. Give me that trope. Give me that trope. <laughs> the, the the trope is called left hanging. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and so like um, it's basically when you get to the end of the movie and there's like like this little small detail that's overlooked, and it's huge. It turns out to be huge, and in this case, um. Our main character is the same person now. Only his brain has been radically affected. His right. he still contains all that information. He still knows everything that he found out about mm-hmm. eight years in the future. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, That's, yeah. yeah well, Wild. Like when you right. start
3: when you start mm-hmm. to really unpack it, it's too much. This is you have put too much into the you know the end of this movie i I come up with a thousand questions that'll never be answered
0: i forgot that there was this time shift thing at all like and i've seen the movie enough times i shouldn't have forgotten the key point here which was that very thing but it caught me off guard i was like oh shit we went back in time no, no, no! Wait, they went forward in time. And he just doesn't. Oh, okay. Oh, and it started to dawn on me, and I remembered it. But it really wasn't until the brother, the little brother, shows up. But he's older and looking like you know is
2: literally my age at the time. Yeah, he looks like Scott. Yeah. I kept thinking that looks like Scott. Yeah, it kind of did. Looks like I didn't. Scott like I would
0: have worn that stupid ass shirt too. I totally would have worn. Oh, <laughs> well, I know
2: you would. I can uh,
4: see it. Red, dude.
0: I would have been more. Red. i had a, I had a. You're more, my
4: little big brother. <laughs> what's up, scumbucket?
0: I had like a 12 <laughs> like inch mullet at that time. So he, I was a little bit up on him, but I, I had the glasses. I didn't know if he had
2: like a mullet or rat tail. I, I wasn't sure if the shirt was making it rat tail occasionally or if it was a, a mullet or if it was duck tails. I couldn't quite. Well, couldn't what's quite great is it.
0: of all the actors in this movie, uh, that dude has gone on to maybe have the biggest career. He's in right. tons of things. Matt Adler, yeah, what was like, name. I think? lots yeah. of like things that are kind of a big deal. Like he yeah. was in uh, then that uh, TV series on uh, on Apple, The Morning Show. He's in that. Yeah, uh, he was. He in, was in Teen uh, well, Wolf
2: as Lewis. Really? Remember him as Lewis?
0: Oh yeah, that was a long mm-hmm. time ago. That's true. He was in that Big O show. He was in uh, all sorts. Of, I mean, the guy's done all
4: sorts of things, and I just thought, well, yeah. nicely done. And we've he's seen one.
3: He's married to Laura San Giacomo. I don't know who that is. Who is that? Oh,
4: Good. really? From Just Shoot Me? Yeah. Mm. And sex Lies, and videotape and Oh. Yep. Mm. That was the main the main actress in Just Shoot Me. I don't remember at <laughs> Look up do a search for <laughs> Laura Sangie you come you like, Oh
3: yeah, her. Okay. Oh, that
2: lady who well, does he, the things he married, married nicely. He's I also... wouldn't
3: say I wouldn't say his career has outperformed either Paul Rubens or Sarah. Oh no, no no, 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 no. No.
0: But I'm just you know. mean of all the like no, uh, the nobody faces and the kids, even like it's yeah, he's he probably did bet. Well, <laughs> it's not true because Sarah Jessica Parker obviously had a way bigger career, but, but so you're probably right. Kid. He did all right, is my point. He did okay, mm-hmm. made it through. Uh, we saw him in the day after tomorrow, is where we saw him on Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I don't remember as what.
2: Uh, I, tr- I, he well, we wouldn't have known him because he, I think it was just his voice, truck radio announcer. Yeah, I truck radio announcer. There, so. That's
0: a hell of a role. Uh, you're lucky right. to get it. Good job. All right. Do you guys want to do clips, or do you have anything else to say <laughs> about flying sex toy uh, navigator
2: Joe? Do you have anything else to say? Let me take a look at these notes here. Uh, oh my God, I have
1: so only, much stuff.
4: The only other thing I wrote is uh, those little models that he had on his desk in uh, in you know 1978 with the model box right behind him, you, you didn't paint them, just like pulled them out of the box, stuck them yeah. together, yeah. like still yeah. stock sprue color. And uh, you can't do that.
0: No, is, you can't do that. CD got me on that. Oh uh, yeah. my, I don't even, I didn't even know that was a thing and it bugged me to look at it. So I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Right. Dunaway, do you have anything else?
2: Oh my God. I could have talked, I could talk about this movie forever. I don't want to, cause you guys will just, no, you know, we won't. Hey, there's hey. fireworks, the back, the the kid, the the whole between the Johnson, Billy Johnson's house and their house is like my backyard growing up so i mean i totally could relate to this we had like a big crevasse that i could have i've fallen in many times never knocked myself out but i've jumped over a hundred times it's all woody foresty kind of stuff like that we have a railroad track that i used to cross over all the time i mean hmm. it looked like my backyard growing up so hmm. hit me that way
3: and uh you know the the fireworks was I I found to be like one of the most exciting little things because like yeah, if as a you tool. if you gave me a box of old fireworks and put me on the roof I would also screw up several yeah. times yeah. were those
2: were those eight year old fireworks had they celebrated yeah, July Fourth since then I don't right. know I was like, I was trying to think. <laughs> If my child went missing <laughs> on July the 4th, would I ever shoot fireworks again? Probably not. No. Probably, Probably not. to go dig
4: those things out. No, you would associate uh, so, yeah, all I mean, those
0: things. All that stuff would be associated with the loss of one of your kids or your or siblings yeah. or something. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It'd be like uh, Phoebe Cates and Gremlins mm-hmm. and how she doesn't celebrate Christmas anymore because her right. dad right yeah. in the chimney. Yeah. yeah. And also, stunk
3: up the house. Yeah. 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 Also, it's a reminder that, <laughs> like, boy, we used to be different around fireworks. Like nowadays, yeah. Yeah. if you were trying yeah. to find a house in a city, and you said hey send up some fireworks and it was anywhere near july 4th like weeks mm-hmm. within july 4th you'd never right. find that house you'd find 100 hundreds of houses
0: yeah and i don't yeah. even know i don't yeah. know if right in the middle of the city right where they were if they, if that's even allowed like that seemed like a little dubious might have some, mm-hmm. some back
3: in 1985 oh yeah. no in 85 yeah, what are they gonna do what are they gonna do call
2: nasa i mean yeah. come on
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah call the security forces at nasa have them come out there <laughs> the, the nasa cops that they had in the yeah zone. the nasa cops uh, all
2: right. Well, oh, let's get... we didn't talk about the music for just one second. Alan Silvestri using that uh, unique, whatever the crap sci-fi music instrument he was theremin. using was.
1: was it, the theremin? It,
2: wasn't the, it wasn't the theremin. It was because I swear I thought it at first, too, but it wasn't that. It was it was another one.
0: Oh, I thought um, it was. Okay. That's cool.
2: No, I forget what it was called, but I thought the same thing, too. I was like, oh, is it going to be a theremin? It's like, no. I like Silvestri
0: a lot. No. I like his uh, orchestrated stuff more than his synthy things, but... I will say, I think this movie has some of the most iconic sounding 80s transition music of anything we've ever seen. Yeah. The Uh,
2: Synclavier is what I
0: use. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Synclavier.
0: Well, speaking of which, let's start (laughs) our clips with that. I have some 80s music bliss for you all. Enjoy. Yeah. This is when the dogs are catching frisbees. Oh, yeah. Best 80s music ever. Listen to that. Dude, I love that crap. That drums, yeah. man. I love freaking synth
3: wave, synthy bullshit 80s. I think it's, it might have actually been a guy's voice, Brian. I think you it might, could, be onto it something. might be off his It might be. It should have been. <laughs> he sampled it. It's the kid. He
0: burped again. This time they sped it up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Speed up. Slow it down. Flip <laughs> it up. up.
0: Uh, let's see never learned to catch. oh this little shit shit kid when the brother brother was little, he was such a little shit with his big teeth and oh, his dumb yeah. glasses Those Giant oh, yeah.
2: glasses yeah. yeah here's what he said the young donaway do- whoops
1: that dumb dog never learn to catch a frisbee that <laughs> <laughs> dumb <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs>
2: then they were to Billy's house yep. bucket
0: dropping the uh the r word like it's like it's candy oh
2: yes they did yeah. drop the r word yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah i didn't cap that one but yeah uh, this part just sounded like Robin Banks later.
2: Get
1: back, Jack. I've got a gun.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, get yeah. back,
1: Jack. Yeah, you know how many back, times
2: I, I yelled something similar to that walking through the woods? You know, it's not like, I would never say get back, Jack. I w- I wasn't from the 70s like that. But still, I would say something, you know, like, I I know you're out there.
0: Yeah. I know. I got say a gun. something. I could hear you. I can hear you. Yeah. I've, I've been there. I did that yeah. in the boat this week. Just kidding. All right, let's see. Uh, what did this old guy say? Oh, this is for you guys to help Oh, only. I love these. Yeah. yeah, I do too. So this old guy, they see the ship for the first time. Hessman and all these other people are checking it out. And I think this is just like cop or whatever. But what does he say is the question. So here you go.
1: Sure is a pretty piece of space land.
0: Space, what? Sure is a pretty piece of space. Lamp. lamp. Slab. Slab. <laughs> space slab. Let me try it again. Let's see if we can get it. Sure is a pretty piece of space lamp. I don't have any idea. <laughs> he trailed off in oblivion. Lamb. <laughs> slab. Lamb. Yeah, it's like an L. Here, let me play that. Uh, one does, more it
2: definitely sounds like an L. Let
0: me do it one more time.
1: Sure is a pretty piece of space lamp. Lab,
2: lab? <laughs> space lab, space. But he's looking Land? at the ship. So you the want con- me
4: to do that, yet?
2: Now,
3: now we're good. We'll fix it in post. We'll yes. Just but found it is- on Scriptorama. Sure what? is a pretty piece of space lab. Lab, okay. lab. all right. It's yeah.
4: like Skylab. Like, is he? You think he's talking about how? Because we had Skylab, and that eventually uh, came back down, crashed back down to Earth. You think that's like space ah, lab? Like, okay, a, interesting. Like this looks like a piece yeah. of that. That yeah, satellite yeah.
3: that we had up that there makes sense. Space yeah. Lab was a reusable laboratory developed by the European Space Agency, okay. and used in several flights flown by the Space Shuttle. Yeah. Oh. If it's reusable, okay. then it would definitely come back to Earth. Yeah, so that that's true. Sense, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I would space assume Lab, so. I hope so. Space Lab was. Well, it just looks like a compartment that they put in the Space Shuttle. Yeah. Huh. Space Lab.
1: Hmm.
4: Look at that! down! <laughs> Oh. Figured it out.
3: All right, here's uh, the dog sounded
0: wrong. I would like to play it now. This sounds like a guy faking a dog. All right, so enjoy. Hummer. 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 It's somebody going.
1: Hummer. Hummer. Oh, dude! No,
0: I think that it out. sounds
4: like. I think it sounds like a dog bark that's been slightly slowed down. Yeah,
0: it sounds like a guy going. They
4: they <laughs> definitely they Maybe definitely the- pulled that from the sound
2: library over at Disney or something. I mean, mm-hmm. as, that's mm-hmm. just.
3: Maybe yeah. the dog's on drugs. Could be. He's definitely on drugs.
2: Energy. NASA yeah. drugs. Yep. Yeah. It <laughs> makes your dog you have two different eyes? colored eyes.
0: Yeah. You see his eyes? Yeah, yeah he's on drugs. <laughs> uh, tight acting, I wrote here, which probably means it's terrible. So enjoy this bit of acting.
1: All this time, I just went to get Jeff at the Johnsons a few hours ago. Uh, get Jeff. He'll tell you. <laughs>
4: It sounds like it sounds like Brady Bunch acting, right? Yeah. Doesn't it? Oh, it might
1: I well think be. the acting no. in
4: this movie was really good, but boy, that that sure doesn't make it sound that, like
2: that. But was was funny. That is actually discussed, and he hates that scene. Uh, yeah. The actor hates that scene. It, they talk about this in the documentary. I'm going to talk about it one more time. Mm-hmm. He says that he had to go in and do the dub over, and he said he had to find some way to match up his voice with what was going on on screen. And so the stuttering part, you said, was the hardest part. And so I guess... It's, that
0: looks yeah. right. It's still the hardest Friends. part. Yeah, it's still the hardest part. They screwed up. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, uh, the the brother in the 80s that is me and Brian Ibbitt, uh Basically, here he is. This is that guy.
2: This is totally rad. I mean,
1: you're my big little brother.
0: Oh, my gosh, dude. Go listen <laughs> to Erasure. Get out of here, you weirdo. My you're... big little brother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just so, felt to, like high so, school, that kid.
3: Me. So, calling something totally rad it wasn't like confined to california for you no oh mm. we said it all
0: the time out here everywhere yeah we also said boner a lot don't be such a boner mm. You're Such that? a boner, oh, seriously yeah okay. I, and then i, I or burn again, somebody south south would just texas. say
3: burn growing all up in south texas i thought of all of this kind of thing as surfer dude slang that was only said in california and like you were seriously a big poser if you were like you know, <laughs> using it. We, may have, we may
0: have been, but it was permeated, man. We were, at least good. my high school. Yeah.
3: I we can't. had all types yeah. where I
0: live.
2: Yeah. Well, I really grew up in a very, uh, people think of South Carolina, they think of a bunch of white, uh, rednecks. But I'm telling you, we was real diverse. We had people from California who, who moved here from all over the country. We had a real diverse group of people, even in my small town. I'm going to retire there.
0: That's yeah. where I'm going to go, retire.
2: Yeah. So South Carolina. I don't know where, but it's somewhere there. Place. It's, a good, it's good good. warm. You don't have to For worry certain. about being cold in your old bones.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of woods. Lots of woods. Yeah. For some reason, Scott, I've, as long as I've known you, I've always assumed that you and uh, your wife are going to end up in Louisiana. I just always... Have to
0: oh, really? Like yeah, it. It's possible <laughs> down there. I I always figured yeah. I'd end up somewhere desert rat like uh, St. Yeah. George or somewhere outside of, you know, somewhere somewhere in a very warm, red, rocky climb type place just always appeals to me, but I don't know. My experience in life is you always end up in places you didn't think you were going to be. So who knows?
3: Thanks to thanks to climate change, Salt Lake City might turn into what you want.
0: Well, the the talk mm-hmm. here, climatologists believe that at the rate it's going, that Utah, the main the main valleys up here north, are headed toward tropical conditions. Right on. Which is crazy sounding
3: to start, me. But start start planting your birds of paradise and your
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna find we're gonna finally get palm trees. I'm excited gonna be great <laughs> uh say this what says this old says this part old oh odd i meant odd i wrote. i spelled I spelled old i meant odd anyway says right. this weird enjoy
1: anybody could know that that that,
2: that. everyone that. could know anybody that.
1: anybody could know that
2: that fuck it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. They had a lady talking to him that kept jumping in and out of this German voice. And it bugged the hell out of me. Because she was, at one point, she'd ask a question. It sounded like me or you. And then the next time it would be, so you are telling us you are having this problem? Like she could yes. not decide. Yeah. <laughs> and here was her part not deciding.
1: What time did you enter the woods?
0: The woods. The woods. The woods. The woods. She was all over the damn place. She yeah. bugged the shit out of me. All right. Hessman and Dad talking. I don't think you understand.
2: The importance of this situation.
4: Well, I don't care if it's a matter of national security. If
1: David says no, then that's it.
4: But David would get treatment from the best
0: specialists in the country. Oh, I'm Howard Hashman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this is how remotes work. If you want to
2: watch TV, this is a remote control wand. Good Lord. It's a remote control <laughs> one. I guess the difference you between were...
0: seventy-eight and eighty-six
3: again, would have maybe been yeah. again very exciting to me. At
4: the yeah, that it was. Yeah, yeah.
3: just unbelievable. Like, no, uh, like, Johnny Fever. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying the entire concept was unbelievable. Like, we had the Atari, right? We had the the joysticks that c- connected via a cable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just taking the cable off. <laughs> it's so exciting. It at was that a time. big deal. I remember our first TV that had a
0: remote. It took a while because my dad was so cheap, but he finally got us a TV with a with a remote. And um, son, man, trading in
2: our vice grips, yeah, for a remote control.
0: That's right. Uh, for those wondering at home, keeping score, when he used to throw a blanket over the TV during a sex scene. <laughs> Uh, or a towel or whatever you had handy. That was before we got the remote, because with the remote, you just turn the effing thing off or change the channel
2: or whatever. But. Yeah. Twisties, I can see him hovering over the power button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there, it is. Uh, there it is. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> save that for later. Did we watch, You kids go to bed.
0: Did we watch that Christopher Walken uh, uh, thing? Natalie Wood died while making it movie. Uh, um, dream, oh. Oh. dream, dream, hack or just, dream hacker. Dreamscape. What was that? Brain. dreams. Brain zone. Brain. Brain wave. Brainstorm. No, brain brain? Isn't it? Brainstorm. <sighs> brain. <sighs> brain. Death. Yeah. Brainstorm? No. Brainstorm. It is Brainstorm.
4: 1983 Brain... Green Needle. Green
0: Needle. Uh, Okay, that's the one. We did not watch it, and we We should watch it. We need to, because that's the movie that he famously got a booby scene and threw the blanket on the TV and knocked the TV over. It was great.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That is some... So High have
2: velocity a blanket throwing. I know. Yeah. I know. That weighted blanket. We had, had it on Well, the
0: TV was like on a stand. It was a piece of shit. Uh-huh. It was oh, okay. Not big. It's maybe twelve inches. I don't know yeah. what it was then. But uh, <laughs>
2: maybe not in your area. That yeah. was- oh, we TV.
0: Let's put the Let's make sure that that's on the list. Yeah, let's right. get that on there. For real though, I want to watch that movie. Um, all right, kid, uh, this currently kid currently not streaming. Oh, poo. Well, one day, but soon. Uh, the kid also says another thing weird. So enjoy this.
1: I'm a national security secret.
0: I feel like something about a <laughs> secret. You know what? The way he says secret sounds like SNL lady who just left, who I love. Oh, uh, Kate, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Listen yeah. to this last secret. part one more time.
1: I'm a national security secret. Oh, yeah. Something yeah, there. Totally. Yeah.
4: Good job. That's what I was bugging. That's what I was Well done. That's a good, yeah. it's a good poll. Uh, I wrote, just no.
3: To, yeah. We just found out this week that three three more people have yeah. left Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's um, a weird like, turnover season. And, yeah. and one
4: of them, like, uh, what's the guy's name? Alex Moffat. Man, yeah. He's, yeah, he's he's been. almost he's like in almost every skit.
3: Yeah, in, it seemed, and it seemed like yeah. he was just about to peak. So that's that's a weird one. Yeah, yeah. But, you
4: but you know what? Uh, they had such a bloated cast with all of the featured correct. players, so it's kind of. In- but is it Laura Michaels
2: just getting ready to uh, exit anyway? And once that happens, yeah. hey, I that,
1: don't have though.
2: any
4: plans to leave the show. Not no, going anywhere. <laughs> no. Okay,
2: okay.
4: I'm going to be in I my room.
0: To- I don't do a very good <laughs> <in Laura> Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Brian does a pretty good one. Um, all right, no, no, it's them. Stupid movie is what I wrote. So let's see what I meant.
1: Who juicy? Twisted sister. Never heard of her. It's a hymn.
0: Oh. Now later they clarified. We know it's a they. Yeah. yeah. But I was it's annoyed for it's about them. I was annoyed for about a minute and a half until they finally yeah. said it. It's like, yeah. come on, you guys. He's in the news lately. Um, uh, 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 uh what's his name? Twisted uh, Sister. Dee Snider. Dee Snider. Yeah, had something going. I don't remember what it was, but he was something, oh, really something prominent. He's a smart guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He used to come on Letterman and crack yeah. me the f up when he just he just come and sit. There was no music or anything. It would just be D. Snyder on the couch and. That dude's freaking funny, and like hyper intelligent. Always surprises me.
3: Anyway, yeah. So uh, uh, he has been in the news because he's been like uh, weighing in on the political situation. Oh,
0: yeah. Is that uh, the deal? Oh, yeah. That's how everyone gets noticed these days. You you weigh in on the political situation.
3: We
4: need to get our political views from
3: D. Snyder. Yeah, why not? He he started he started a few weeks ago with this big open letter to Paul Stanley, and I'm like, oh, so. (laughs) So you're okay. saying we, we don't need to get our political views from Paul Stanley. <laughs> no, we don't need that either. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get their political views from d They're Gene.
1: completely on the
3: same list
4: of who we don't need political opinion from. <laughs> Gene, let's put the makeup on one more time, Gene.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, here's some 80s music that I really liked in the middle.
4: Yeah. That. that is the robot romp. Yeah, uh, from the soundtrack. That's so uh, when uh, when he's in the <laughs> when he's in K nine barf- traveling through uh, the, the, yeah. the streets, the mean streets of NASA yeah. for what seems like hours because it's sunrise when he first gets <laughs> I, into that thing. I don't understand yeah. that. <laughs> and it's lunchtime it, when he finally comes out.
2: He looks out the window and he's like, "Oh, there's my destination across the way. Uh-huh. I've got this." Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he, he guess he went through the whole
3: uh By whole way shift. Of, by way of Kissimmee, he makes it all the way to uh, the other end of NASA. Just, yeah. just listening to that scene, though, I, I'd really yeah. like you to play it again. Mm, I do that here. Literally every movie made over a 14-year stretch. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This time, I mean, this and this. To me, this is just a great version of that. Like I actually really like legit non yeah. non kidding like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do too. Makes you want to seek it out and like find more today like some.
3: I just wish I could something. go back and say, "Hey, check out this music from Wally," or insert any other name here, yeah. and you would go, "Oh yeah, that was from Wally." Yeah, not Wally. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, the, top secret. Um, uh, top secret. secret why short, not? Top short secret. Circuit. Short I was, circuit. I was there, like Wally. Me,
2: short circuit. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Top yeah. secret yeah. was.
0: Right. I'm thinking of Pop Very Secret brothers, Yeah, the brothers. That's right. And he was in a cow. Uh, There was a really dirty joke about a two part cow or something, I remember. Anyway. (laughs)
4: That was the movie poster, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Here's the ship talking. I know a little
3: German. He's right over there. Yeah, there you go. See, that's good. Here's this music from High Fidelity. Uh, Just any movie. Pick any movie. You're right. But not Wally. (laughs) Not Wally. No, no, no. But not Wally. That's kind of good
0: music, but it ain't this. Yeah. Uh, All right. Here's the ship talking for the first time.
2: (laughs) Imanway. Who who just booted up my Mac OS? No kidding. Here it comes. (laughs) Bonjour. Hola. Hola. Yeah. Uh,
0: Worst thing in the entire film? I'd say it's this.
2: (laughs) I wanted to kill myself. I decided to do that.
4: I don't know. I wanted- it's an it's, inter- it's like a it's like a Pokemon character. It has to only say its name. Aye, 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 aye,
0: aye, I I am aye, not a depressed person. I do not any time see myself jumping off any high places or ending my life in any way. <laughs> but during that moment, there was just a, just a sliver a, of time, a slight consideration where I went. Uh, you know, maybe. it's time <sighs> to check out. I could do that if I had to. It's yeah. Really bad. All right, they snuck in Pee Wee right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, it's it just in pee wee. To me, it was too much. You know, it's like yeah. Again, I was trying to I was trying to do context because we're between right. things. Pee wee's not a super well known thing yet. Like yeah, like I was trying to see it through the eyes of somebody in 1986, but it was it was hard. Uh here he is saying duh.
1: Zero, you mean never?
0: Oh no, I say duh. I say duh, kid. Cause he says
1: Zero, you mean never? No,
2: yeah, yeah. That's what zero is. <laughs> he's talking he's talking to the computer in binary.
0: Lame. Yeah, it is like it is like binary. <laughs> All right. Uh there's the ship saying duh. <gasps> there you go. That's the duh I meant to see. And then this scene—I think this was a little saucy even for the time—but you guys, you guys be the judge, okay? This is why Disney used Hollywood Pictures or whoever else to do things, uh, or later on. So here you go.
1: Do you have a back door? Mm-hmm. Yes, back there.
3: Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> I just—I
3: did think when she said that. I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be captured." <laughs> right. I just want—I want you guys to know—we have now completed a TV tropes page. Oh no! Oh, shut up! Nice. Really? Yeah, the, it's the TV trope. <laughs> Bingo! Yeah, it's the TV trope called sapient ship. Hmm. On FilmSack, we have now watched every example of a sapient ship huh. from TV tropes.
1: Wow! So those exam- oh, those wow. examples
3: are two thousand one Alien, okay. Okay. Battle Beyond the Stars, yeah. Event Horizon, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, Sunshine, and now Flight of the Navigator. Wow! That's wow. the entire list.
0: Wow! We should be proud. This is a big moment. You guys.
3: <laughs> and and you know, even, I we get something for that, right? Yeah, don't yeah. we? Do we have a prize have been, or something? Sure. I have been just racking my brain trying to think of another sapient ship movie, mm, but sapient. I think we've I think we've cleared the board.
0: Yep, we did it. We well, Mac and me. Well, I don't know if that's a sapient ship movie though. Is it? I don't know. I don't know what Mac and me is. I really
3: don't either.
4: Yeah. People begging it's us to watch it. It's about a kid
2: it. in a wheelchair.
0: Oh, and an alien. And that's all I need to know. That's it. Okay. That's it. All right. Sign me up for this wonderful sounding film. Alright, here's your final clip. This is uh, Ibit in high school. Um, speaking of all this 80s high school stuff, this is an actual clip. Uh, mom sent this to all me. Right. I don't know how she got this one, but you were in the back of the limo. It's prom night. And you asked the girl, hey, do you want to make out? You said. Uh-huh. And here's what she said. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way to walk for a very, very simple good. I don't know. I liked it. Alright, uh, there you go. There's that. Now this... present to you now the film sack check list which goes like this every round thing looks like a spaceship if you film it from the right angle check Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. never trust johnny fever to fix you fix you overnight check he'll always ask you to stay longer just how it is yeah
1: (laughs) just Uh, a week
0: yep finally everybody just sleeps in their jeans and belt Right, I Check. did. Of
4: course,
0: <laughs> I didn't. What the frick is that
4: about? So comfortable
2: yeah. in the eighties. Oh yeah, baby. You got your either, tough that or the, either that or the scratchy uh, cowboy uh, pajamas. No thanks. Yeah, but jeans with the belt, sh- shirt, on. and
0: then uh, jeans with the belt on. That's it's bad.
2: Don't do that. Yeah. I could Ever sleep anywhere when I was twelve. <laughs> you sleep wherever you want. <laughs> Sleep anywhere, anyway. I watched a kid matter. in
0: the airport yesterday sleeping, like just middle of the floor, feet up on the wall, music yeah. in his ears, and I thought, man, I'd do that in a heartbeat if they'd let me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that sounds great. Nobody's going to stop you. No, they're going to look at me as the weirdest guy they've seen today. In that thing. is
2: is being looked <laughs> at really such a big penalty? <laughs> I
0: guess not. I got a great <laughs> video while I was. Oh, I haven't shared this anywhere. I'll have to send it to you guys after. But I got a video of a guy who I am sure missed his flight because they no kept doubt. calling this kid's name. Please come to the thing. You're going to miss your flight. Please do. And there's one kid out in the middle of this sea of seats, mouth open, head back, out like a light.
4: Nice. <laughs> I was visualizing. So Tristan had to fly back separately from us from uh, the Vegas trip. Yeah. And uh, he had to go to the airport solo, and he's notorious. I've posted photos of him like sitting next to me after BlizzCon, completely zonked out like that. Yeah. I'm like, yes. I—that's what's going to happen. <laughs> He's going to fall asleep. He's going to miss his flight. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm right. a or What are you going to do? I, yeah. What are you going to do?
2: I miss coma sleep, man. I miss the yeah. coma sleep.
0: Uh, you're in a—you're oh, uh, in uh, now. Oh, coma sleep hasn't happened for so long. I know. You guys. Yeah, it was the best. Can we get that back? How do we get some it coma was the best. sleep? Last Wake night, was up you're good.
2: like, where am I? I did what sleep pretty happening? good last night. I
0: will say this: you know, Princess Cruise Lines, you guys are awesome, uh, but your beds kind of blow. All right just put it that way. I didn't sleep I, great.
3: The older I get, the more I well, There only, goes our sponsorship. <laughs> I, I only judge any experience on vacation by the quality of the beds. There is no other factor the older I get. Oh, the food's bad. Yeah, but I'm going to get a good night's sleep. Yeah, That's right?
0: Good. Or the food's great, but yeah, but I'm not going to sleep good. Like it goes both ways, right? The bed yeah. is titular. I agree. It's yeah. a pivot yeah. point for the entire experience. If you're not sleeping well, you're not having a good time. Well, I had a pretty good time, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh all right, let's move on to this uh here uh, Star Trek connections. Got to be somebody here, Hesman oh, or somewhere. Few, actually. Okay.
3: So, uh we'll start with Raymond Fortian. Oh, that yes. uh that's Raymond the Forchian. guy who played Detective Banks. He uh, you know, he 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 uh kind of interrogates our kid and takes him home, right? Yeah. Raymond Fortian is his name. He was in The Next Generation in the episode Skin of Evil, pretty notable uh episode. Mm-hmm. Where uh, he played the pilot who takes everybody down to the planet and uh, he ends up getting all busted up in like a crash landing or something. But uh, he doesn't he's not killed by the skin of evil. Not like Tasha Yar is killed by the skin mm-hmm. of evil. Uh, he, he does survive. Ben His character's name is Ben Prieto.
1: Oh, cool. Ben
3: Prieto. So um, we have Phil uh, Jonow. So Phil Jonow is the writer credited with writing the screenplay for Flight oh. of the Navigator. And I'm going to tell you everything I know about this next bit. <laughs> I I cannot answer any questions. This is everything I know. This is the about data dump. Bill yeah. Jonath, please hold your questions. You won't get his any answers. First, <laughs> his first film credit, while he was still a high school student, was as special visual consultant on Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I that is everything. I have looked. There is no more information. Phil Now the writer of Flight of the Navigator, while in high school, got a credit on Star Trek the Motion wow. Picture. Oh wow. impressive. Isn't Jeez. that weird? Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So what though. else?
4: What other are other things? Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> uh
3: final connection I, I really enjoyed was Cliff DeYoung. Uh, we're talking about the every dad uh character mm-hmm. named Bill Freeman yeah, in this yeah, movie. Yeah. In Star Trek Deep Space Nine, he was in the episode Vortex as Croden. So uh, Croden shows up on Deep Space Nine and tells Odo uh, that he can take him to a place where aliens like himself exist. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's, that's Clifton Young. Nice. Right there. Nice. Nice. I kind of remember that weirdly.
0: Got a weird memory yeah. of him doing that. I don't know why. Just bare, vaguely in the back of my head.
3: So, anyway. yes, this is a solid Star Trek connection movie.
0: Yeah, not bad. Uh, soundtrack great. I'm going to give an EAS for 80s as shit, and in a good way. I enjoyed that stuff quite a bit. Yeah, uh, not all of it, but you know, I whatever. Whenever they had montages, great, no problem. Mm-hmm. And
4: did they it had make you want to do Jazzer size. No, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of did. I want to do my 20 minute uh, aerobic workout. Yeah,
0: they tried to suck me into buying a Jazzer size plan <laughs> on the show. <ship>. <laughs> really? Yeah, they, the were ship? Gonna, they were going to they were going to teach jazzercise, size, and I thought
4: where am i what is what I'd, is I'd, this i'd rather uh <laughs> shove this crab leg crab leg into my eye yeah i
0: definitely Ow. would rather do that plus i think they were saying it was like 180 bucks if you signed early, or 200 if you didn't i'm like
2: no i'm not doing that don't threaten me i'll order when i get <laughs> damn good and ready
0: yeah i'll do when i'm ready all right uh well that's all well and good but we need to know what the twitter post for this movie would be and it's a tradition we have here on the show we're going to start this week with randy
3: Flight of the Navigator, beloved child's film about um, a kid, and he flew around, and then he came home and then woke up, and it was all a dream? No, he's got a pocket alien, just like that kid Ooh. you knew in sixth grade, that little punk. I hate that kid.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Can I touch your alien? <laughs> Ew. Um, I hated that alien. All right, wonder. moving on. Uh Do you think picture. they had a sequel plan? Do you think they'd?
0: They would have done
2: anything. Oh, absolutely. They had a sequel plan. They was they were wanting more flights of the navigator. They tried to they tried to uh, It's called Flight it of the Intruder.
0: Mm. Right. Flight
4: of the Concords. Of the Concord. Flight. Flight
0: Friend named Max and me. Nope. <laughs> All right. Next up we got the Brian Dunaway.
4: Oh, fly
2: the navigator. Hey Blimpo. Too many Twinkies. Oh, you wish to depart this hostile alien environment? Compliance.
0: Yeah. Compliance. Compliance is right. Oh, he did
2: say a compliance a lot. I love compliance. I, I thought you would capture that, surely. Hasht- compliance.
0: Hashtag compliance. Hey, Randy. Or no, hey, Brian Ibbett. it's
4: your turn. <laughs>
0: Beat him
2: again. Flight
4: of the Navigator. If I didn't have to watch this for film sack, I would have used my remote control wand to change the channel and watch that twisted sister lady. Yeah. I like her.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're not going to oh. take it. Oh, you know what? I, I noticed uh, I, something about uh, the that, which is a whole offshoot thing, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. In the video for We're Not Gonna Take It,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: dad, who's being a total dick and telling his son what to do or whatever. Yeah, yeah, pledge um, pin guy. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he is the same actor who plays uh, the maestro on Seinfeld who takes his pants off before he sits oh, down. right.
4: Yeah. Really? So it's just fun. Yeah, pain. he's fun for me, pain. he's the guy from Animal House who bitches about pledge pin. Oh, yeah. Is that your pledge pin? Oh, that's, I pledge forgot about that. Pin.
0: He'd have been like 20 then or something weird. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, it's fun side note. Let's move on totally. to the uh, alternate titles, which have a theme, which I can't reach. Okay. There it is. Just handed to me on this card, uh, this paper card, this piece of paper, we'll say. Uh, the alternate titles. This, this was almost called <laughs> Plight of the Masturbator. Hmm. Weird.
1: Whoa. Whoa. Uh,
0: whoa. Well, you know, we're coming of age and things happen. Sure. Your body's changing. Coming of age. Uh, or... <laughs> <laughs> uh et phone peewee all right moving on uh let's do this email here we got an email come to film at gmail.com this comes from matt in salt lake city uh here at home where i live he says uh dear sirs all the way back in episode 493 you read my email on the show and it made me very happy in that email i begged you not to watch king solomon's minds (laughs)
1: <laughs> then
4: you oh, would remember yeah, you may
0: remember he says <laughs> then in episode 554 you read another email of mine which was also great and in that email i thanked you for still not watching king solomon's mind
4: <laughs> hilarious i think uh, i see where this is going yeah, yeah. right
0: says so, which brings me to the current day after listening to the end of the episode 566 i had uh, had to stop and ask myself if i heard that right And he rewound it. Uh, What are they sacking? That can't be right. So I tapped the little 15 seconds back icon. And I listened again. No, that cannot be right. I hit the 15 seconds back icon again. And again. And again. (laughs) I hit it so many times that it went all the way back to time sorry to time in time to episode 493 and, and now i have left your timeline and traveled to another universe while i still have my favorite film sacking podcast Aww, good day god. sirs good day matt and Solomon p.s i've never seen the movie is it good he says oh my god well as of last week Hilarious. he knows he knows as of, as oh, as of last week it. if we like yeah. it or not
1: um I, oh,
3: that's great i honestly like i i often feel like uh, on every episode of film sack, we should like take 10 seconds to just reflect on the previous episode of film sack because it sticks with you. You know, it sticks with you. Like I'm, I, I kind of, I don't know, I might have uh, ragged on that movie too much. King Solomon's Mines oh. has grown a little tiny bit in my estimation mm. over the last week. Is, okay. it, is okay. it just because of Flight of the Navigator? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Maybe. The curve, the curve
2: keeps changing.
3: Yeah. Oh, you appreciate your
0: first wife when your second sucks, you know? It's a you're like right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I like it any more than I did, but I do find myself glad I saw it. Like, oh, yeah. like if a lot of oh. film sack movies. I come away going, well, I would have never seen that in any other way. Sure. And I got to laugh about a thing for like an hour and a half. So, yeah. you know, never regrets on this on this show, except never. for no. maybe retrograde. We still have feelings about that all these years later.
4: <laughs> wow, that is... I think that, 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 one, that one has just grown in our disdain. I think that, uh, yep. you know, I don't know. If we were to watch it today, would we have gotta, different feelings about yeah, it? Yeah, I, I gotta go back and watch it. It's been a long time.
0: I don't even know yeah. you can find that anywhere. It's so like... Let's see, retrograde. So retro. Just watch. There's a new. <laughs> there's a new movie coming out called Retrograde, which is a whole different thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, 2020. Oh, it's a TV show called Retrograde, which kind of threw me off. But the movie is not streaming anywhere, so mm. oh, don't get excited, anyone. 2004 is Retrograde. Oh, I. Sorry, they have it f- on the ad services, so Roku, Tubo, Tubo, yes, TV, Pluto, Tubi, Freebie. not they Tubo, not Tubo. Sorry. <sighs> It's a real piece of <laughs> shit. We agree on that, right? We all.
4: Yeah, agree. I mean, it was at the time, and I can't imagine it's gotten better over time. I can't but say. I, it might but I'm curious. In eight yeah, years. I'm curious yeah. to see what you know how I'd feel yeah. about we it. We
0: probably need it's- to have some sort of like vote or something, either from us or listeners or both, where we say, "Hey, if we're gonna go and do a classic film sack rewatch, what would it be? Would it, yeah, would it right. be episode one, and we'd go with Krull? Would it be? I don't know the year we make contact or whatever some other mm-hmm. old ass thing I could
2: crawl I could crawl again.
0: Yeah, I could crawl, crawl again. again. I've crawled I could once. Crawl I can crawl again. I I can again.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Crawligan man. Mr. Crawligan see
0: how we see how we see the material take, some 12 years on. I
4: could take a Crawligan. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I want to uh Favorite I want to donut. remind you that Flight of the Navigator was chosen by patrons uh Ow. patrons like we uh, we taste. started asking the question, "Hey, what what would you shoehorn into our list and mm-hmm. uh, this came up uh, a few times like I like I said the first couple of patrons that suggested it were bananas it and and Craig T. Yeah and uh, all right all right yeah, Gross. Man, I I think that's I think it was a, a I think it was a good experiment. I feel like we yeah. got a good result out of this.
0: I agree. Um yeah. I feel like I was just talking about this movie with my friend Riley who listens to the show. Riley if you're listening and I'm wrong about which movie we talked about let me know. But there was something if it wasn't today's there was something he wanted us to do. Uh, the point is, we're not always just like the final deciders here. We like to let you guys have a say. So that's a great way to do it. If you haven't joined the Patreon, you can go do that now by going to patreon.com slash filmsack Be like the following people. Man, this is so big. I'm going to give us some music. All right, look Ooh. at this list. Since we last spoke, which is nuts since we're all timed out weird, it still happened. Jacob yeah. Wynn. That's a win for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caroline... Togetters, Joe. I think is how you say it. Ooh. Uh, Alpha Alpha One Five E joined us also. Torsten Hansen. Hansen, rather. Oh. <laughs> There's no T in the Hansen. Part. Torsten <laughs> Hansen. Torsten Hanson. Uh, Jeremy Fortune. Oh, that guy's gonna make bank. Uh, <laughs> someone named Matt, Karen Troop, Panda Peepers, and Wayne Dixon. Ooh. Yeah, Wayne Dixon also.
4: All these Panda fine peepers. peepers. Panda, Panda peepers, peepers was what caught my uh, ear
0: yeah they were collectibles in the 80s people were raving about them <laughs> okay all right kill each other in a, a store trying to get your own panda sure. paper you weren't sure which one to get till you opened it anyway uh there's that and a uh, big thanks to all of you for being patrons we got some really cool stuff coming your way including a bonus episode this very brand new month from brian dunaway yeah. uh, which it's it coming soon yeah and uh some more uh stuff including pre-show content every week no commercials ever and um you know. Great way to support your long running favorite film podcast. So go give it a shot over at patreon.com slash filmsack. Our next movie will be Assassins. Ooh. 1995. What year is that one? Nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety
2: five.
0: Which is the same year as a recent what, oh Quick and the Dead was also ninety-five. So Quick we're, the dead. we're oh, yeah. We're <laughs> stepping back into my I think my favorite of the ninety years. I like ninety-five a lot. Of the years of, that I mm-hmm. remember, I remember liking 95. Of the years dip. I
2: remember. <laughs>
3: <laughs> of the years I remember. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have, I have fond feelings for 93, 95, and 99. Those are my big 90s years.
3: And how do, you feel, how do you feel about Richard Donner? Uh, I like Ooh, Richard Donner. Love, Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Donner. yeah.
0: Did the Superman. I'm a Donner fan. Uh, what else?
3: He did, did Super we Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Maverick. We've seen Maverick. Ah, uh-huh. Maverick. Yeah. Did we see Maverick? Maverick? Yes. We sacked Maverick. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, my gosh. A long time ago. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, we did. All right. Uh so I that's still next feel week. like mm-hmm. one of our most important early episodes was Lady Hawk, and that's a Richard Donner. Oh, that's a you.
0: Oh, right. I was just thinking about that because Dabney Coleman was in an episode of the Love Boat twice. It was two different characters. <laughs> anyway, um I seriously I haven't told anyone this yet, and I'll talk about it on TMS tomorrow, but I've got a I need to flush my system of some love boat shit yeah because yeah, i watched every episode of love boat i could while i was on this trip you
2: need, you need some fancy yeah. island to uh tip that over, i right? really do but yeah, the song yeah. is in
0: my my soul <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to figure Whoa. out why pat Morita played Exciting like six different people just tell me
3: new. just tell me just tell me now yeah I, I'm, I'm save it for tomorrow but like just to answer this one quick little question yeah who is the guest star in an episode that stuck with you the most, the most like, wow, that guest star,
0: um, actually funny enough, Dabney Coleman, because he was in <laughs> an episode where him and, uh, one of the golden girls, if you forget her name, Blanche, um, Rue McClanahan. Uh, sure uh rue mcclanahan and him were in it they were the main two and the rest of the ensemble were other actors some things i think that may have had robert urich in it again he was in this thing he's in like six episodes as different people and eventually in the next wave he's the damn captain i don't know what's going on with that guy but anyway well he's dead now we'll but the point that. is um, <laughs> All right. dabney coleman's in this in this episode with rue, rue mcclanahan and it was wild because every other you know there's always like three stories or so three or four stories yeah Yeah, right the other two complete garbage utter trash bad acting terrible pieces of shit their scenes and their story separate story proper acting really well done like bought into the characters it was like 50 cuts above everything else to do with the show and that really stuck with me because i just thought wow you just need like Dabney Coleman did a lot of comedic stuff, but he was also a really good serious actor when he needed to be. Mm -hmm. And he was blowing my mind. Her and him killed it. And it made everyone else look like utter garbage in that show. (laughs) I have so many things to say about it. Anyway, that is so, so, it's so, it became kind of part of my brain for this trip. All right. You may say to yourself, Scott, why are you on a big cruise? And why'd you watch today? Just at night, like late, you can't sleep. It's choppy. We're watching the thing. Kim's, Kim's a little C6. I'm up watching Isaac.
4: (laughs) By the way, Isaac never did the double thumb point. He did the no, single he just thumb. Does point. the single one during the opening credits because he never even did it during the show, did he? Like, no, interesting. It
0: was only in the credits. We all have these yeah. these things. Wow. But let me tell you another yeah. sneaky
4: thing that I'm going to talk about
0: more tomorrow on TMS. Which for a lot of you will have already happened when you hear this. But uh, the the doctor, Doctor Becker, Beckett, Becker, Be- Beckett, whatever his name uh, uh, is. Dr. Yeah.
4: B- Bucket. Dr. Bacon? <laughs> Dr. Bacon, whatever it is. Bernie Capel, I'm Bernie Capel's the actor, right? I Dr. Can't think Dr.
0: Bricker. 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 Dr. Bricker. Now, Bricker. Bricker. When you're when we were kids and we we're watching The Love Boat, my memory was that Dr. Bricker was the most sure-footed, down-to-earth serious guy on the ship. All everybody else was comedic value, everybody else did their thing, but he was like, "No, no, Julie I'm the doctor. Europe. I'm the doctor." Blah, blah. He is the he's Pervert McGee. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, God. Every wow. episode, it's him seeing some hot lady come on the boat and going, all right, well, you'll know where I'll be. And he'll go after these chicks. <laughs> <laughs> he is such a – he, and he was breaking his Hippocratic Oath constantly. He, he was is a, a hypocrite. H- huge piece of shit on the love boat. And I don't remember that at all. And I don't yeah. remember Captain Steubing being one note. All he ever did was say, mm-hmm. well, everything's looking great on the ship today. And that's yeah. it.
4: Yeah, he had to maintain this proper decorum. And even when his uh, dumb daughter came on the show, it's like. uh,
0: He was really weird. (laughs) So weird. Anyway, I have so much to say, but I'll save it. All right, let's move on to the end of the show here, where uh, next week, 95. Oh, we should tell you uh, Sylvester Stallone and Antonio Banderas uh, headline the film Assassins. Yeah. Uh, Nice. The Richard Donner film, which I've not seen.
4: So. Uh, 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 HBO uh, Max. Sí, caliente. That might, oh, be, that might be a re- preview of my uh, my opening. I don't know. Yeah. I've already written it. It's already oh. done. Oh, oh I've done. seen you.
0: I've seen your opening. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> film dot is our website. Please go there on the frequent. All the links are there to everything you'll need, including patreon.com dot com slash FilmSack. Our email address: FilmSack at gmail.com and our Twitter account over at FilmSack. Leave us reviews wherever you get them, or send them, or post them. That'll do it for us, <laughs> for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Compliance. We'll see you next time. (laughs) This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Do you have
1: a back door? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god Oh my god <laughs>